Okay, folks, this is going to be a really, really short go <laughs> starting soon screen. So we're going to go ahead and start this right now because uh, we're ready to talk some bowls. And I hope you are too. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's go. Okay. Whew. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Sandwich Corner. Good to have you back. Um, it's a subset of the Sandwich Show and the former Dick Cow Show, of course, as well. I am uh, Dave Medina. You also know me as Dave Bees Eating a Sandwich on many socials. Um, though right now I'm currently off threads for reasons I won't get into in the podcast right now. But go to Instagram. You'll see what the reasons are. Anyway, um, we're going to talk about football. We we have the Bulls schedule ready to go. We have our Bull Mania ready to go. John's been so kind to invite a, a number of us from our from our sports community to the um, to the Bulls. I'm really let's get in. Let's get into this. So um, I'm going to bring in our good friend from the show. Um, let me just make sure. Uh, right, I got to push this thing. It should be fine. Okay, I think I got it. So now, folks, let me introduce you our good friend. Bringing us back. I'm, I'm sorry for being so gone from the podcast for so long. Like it's been months. I'm so sorry. Um, but John, welcome back. How's it going tonight? See that this here. I'm not sure. Oh shoot, is John muted or did I just select the wrong thing? I'm I'm not muted. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. I had some reverb though. Uh, hold on. Fixing, fixing, fixing. There. Uh, Maybe now. Yeah, you should be good now. Okay. So. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I was saying, yeah, we haven't had a show in a while, but um, you know, glad to be back, Dave, and at the perfect time too, because we certainly love Bull Mania. Some interesting matchups. Some not so interesting matchups. Obviously, the whole controversy with the playoff selection committee and their decision with um, Alabama over Florida State. So. A uh, whole bunch of stuff to talk about, and um, glad to be back. Glad to have you back, John. I'm I'm really glad to to see you. Um, Andy Andy uh, wanted to come in, but uh, work schedule was uh, such as it was, so uh, no worries there, Andy. Hope uh, hope everything's well on your end. Um, but any of you t tuning in, glad to have you here. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Um, and then of course we are glad to have you uh, check out the podcast on our podcast feed after the fact. Um, anyway, getting to the business. That's the first thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about the playoff selection. There's a lot of controversy over it. So the gist of it is um, Bama essentially gets in over Florida State, who had an undefeated season in a Power 5 conference. And yes, I realize that they're down without their best quarterback, but they did win all the games, and they even beat some tough teams along the way, like Louisville. I mean, did you agree with the decision to put Bama in over Florida State? I mean, it, it all comes down to the whole best team versus most deserving team. So while, yeah, Bama probably would beat Florida State if they played tomorrow, Florida State was the more deserving team based on what they've done all year. It's, it'd be like saying, you know, a week before the NFL playoffs, you know, Patrick Mahomes breaks his leg. Like, are you going to keep the Chiefs out of the playoffs? Like, no, like they earned their spot into the playoffs. So it kind of rendered the like, entire season meaningless for Florida state. Like, why did they even play all the games? Like, you know, it was just, I don't know. I, I, I disagreed with Bama being in. And like I said, Bama would probably beat them tomorrow, but it's not like you can't project going forward. Like 
they talk about, oh, well, they would have been a 14 point favorite or something. Well, like, wasn't uh, Oregon a 10 point favorite over Washington? And like, upsets happen all the time. It's not based on projection moving forward, it's based on what you've done and if you earned your spot. So, um, I, I disagreed with, with the selection. I think it really came down to, you know, they wanted to have the SEC in, in the mix, despite what anybody says. I and mean, that's what it really came down to. And the fact that Texas had that trump card over Alabama, once they had to put Texas in, like you, they had to drag in Alabama along with them. Um, so I, I think that's kind of what it came down to. And Florida State was, like, it's the collateral damage in this situation. Because so I think if Georgia had won, Obviously, Georgia's in, Washington's in, um, Michigan is in. And then I think at that point, um, you know, they might have put Texas in. I don't know. I, I, Texas versus Florida State is a, is a much tougher decision than Texas versus Bama. But once you brought Bama and you had to bring Texas in, too. So, um, you know, it just – I, I disagreed with the with the, the selection just based on what I just said. You know, yeah. the games have to mean something at the end of the day, and like you have to play the season for a reason. So this is going to have some long term um, consequences for the ACC, in my opinion, because the Florida State's looking to get out of there as fast as they can. You know, you go undefeated in a conference, a supposedly quote Power Five conference, and you can't even make the make the playoff. And now, granted expansion to 12 teams they're going to be in but still this is just going to expedite them and clemson and some other teams to leave the acc and that's going to blow up very uh sooner than people might have thought so um uh, yeah i thought it was the wrong decision in my opinion yeah i i completely agree i i mean but what's really interesting about this topic is that a lot of people have disagreed with that with that state with that take and i'm honestly really surprised like even people we know have been on the other side of this argument, thinking, well, who's the, the best teams? I mean, fine, but I honestly, your other point where it's where about what's the point of the season if you're not going to if you're not going to award teams who did the best this over the year, the the playoff spots. That's exactly my take take on it. Like I, the, if you're just going to just say, well, who do you think are the best teams? Well, then why are we playing? Why are we even playing? If you're just gonna, you may as well just look at the recruiting rankings and just base the team and base the playoff based on that. It's exactly Vegas lines and recruiting rankings. Like, and if if it's the quote best teams, then why isn't Georgia in? I think we could all agree Georgia probably could beat any of the four teams that are in. So if it's the best teams, then why why isn't Georgia in? And like, why is so? If they think Florida State is so, you know they're so bad and whatever without Jordan Travis. Yet they have them ranked a spot ahead of Georgia. It's such a sham. It's like it's yeah. turned into like a, a like a beauty contest or figure skating, basically. Like whatever. It's just all backroom politicking, and I don't know. It just. I'm glad it's going to 12 teams, so we're not going to have this issue again. We're like an undefeated power. Well, it's power four now. Champ is left out, but you're you're going to have the same kind of arguments for like the last few teams, where it's like, you know, the Big Ten and SEC are clearly going to get like eight of the spots, and then. You know, the ACC Big 12 are going to be fighting for, like, maybe one to two spots each. And then you have your, um, you know, your your uh, token group of five team. Although it was completely ridiculous, and I know we'll get to the matchups, how they use the logic for, um, you know, Bama versus Florida State, oh, the best team. And then when it came down to the group of five team for the bowl, it came down to SMU versus Liberty. 
It was, oh, Liberty, they beat everybody on their schedule. It doesn't matter who they played. When they were 11-0 and or 12-0 and and had literally the worst schedule in the country. We talked about this on the preview show, Dave, how they, don't play, they didn't play any Power Fives. Mm-hmm. And they ran through the schedule. Yet, you know, SMU is clearly the better team based on their schedule and the metrics and everything. But yet they gave that spot to Liberty. So they just move the goalposts and change the argument for whatever works for them. It's exactly. And and I think we now have reached a situation where college football is the last sport remaining pro or college that really doesn't base the results of who wins the championships and who wins the conferences on based on what how you play on the field. Literally no other sport does that. College basketball, it's all settled on the court. Because even if you even if you think someone gets snubbed, you have 64 minutes, 68 teams or what, what maybe it's even more than that now. And so you're going to have a chance, no matter even if you feel like you slip somewhere. This is the only sport where you can have people. Where whatever was it I wrote? I wrote something on on somewhere on Discord that like basically, where, where you, the 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 results can be decided by um, like you, you, they're decided by like, I'm trying to remember what the word the phrase I used was, but basically, you you don't decide it on the court. You're decided by right. And and it's just like it's ridiculous. Like I I I just can't believe that that we continue to have this year after year. And yes, twelve will probably resolve most of these issues. But as you mentioned, like the the long term implications of what conference expansion is going to be is what really disappoints me about all this. And I oh, think yeah. it just takes so much fun out of the sport. Like when you know that well, they're just going to put in Bama anyway. Like well, then why are we? What are we? Go, what are we going on about? You know, I don't even right. think Bama's yeah, that good. It's, it's just, yeah, no, and like, the, the, you know, oh, they're they're clearly the best team. Like, did they watch the game the week before when they needed a fourth and thirty miracle to beat a very very Auburn, uh, average Auburn team that got yep. beat by New Mexico State by three touchdowns the week before? Like, where, where does this factor into their calculations? Like, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like, oh yeah, they're the, clearly the superior team. Like. Okay, Florida State's offense definitely would be limited. But number one, they wouldn't have been playing with their third-string quarterback because that was just a one-time situation. Uh, Rodemaker would have been back. And their defense is clearly one of the best in the country. Like, they have NFL athletes all over the field. So it, it was just a joke of a decision. Um, you know, there was, an, there was another point I was going to make, and I, and I lost it for a second. But, um, you know, in regards to the – uh, oh, yeah, for the, just the playoff in general. You mentioned about other sports. The division right below the FBS gets it right. The FCS, the playoffs are great. I don't know if you've caught any of the games, Dave, but it's just fant- it's fantastic. Like, it's how it should be. Like, every conference gets their champion in, and then there's at-large bids. It's just like the basketball tournament, and that, that's really how it should be. So the playoff really should be the 10 conference winners, and then maybe, I don't know, Six at larges might be too too little. Do fourteen at larges. Have twenty four teams. I mean, the whole idea of these like, oh, we can't take time out for like these students because they're student athletes. That's that's such bullshit now too. So yeah, definitely. Might as well go to. The, might as well do the FCS model. Get your ten conference champions and have like fourteen at larges, and let's have a a big playoff like starting the first week of December, and it would go to you know middle of January, and it would be a great thing. But no, we have to have this subjective you know, nonsense still in the mix. Um, I don't know if you saw Mike Leach, the, you know, rest in peace. He had a great rant. It's, it's on the internet about like a, the committee. He like predicted this exact situation. 
that would happen. It's fantastic. You have to look it up. That's pretty awesome. And I believe it too. I mean, we know Mike Leach has always said it like told it tells it like has told it like it is and we miss him. Like it's definitely a different world without him without him kind of cutting through the crap. And it's it's always great to have that. It has always been great to have that. Um but yeah, he's right in the end, isn't isn't he? So here's the thing. I really do think that Florida State could have beaten one of these teams in the playoff. That defense was playing really well towards the end of the season. Did you see Michigan's offense in the Big Ten title game? Like, they weren't doing much of anything. Like, I know Iowa is kind of a different beast, but still, like, without turnovers and special teams, you know, plays, like, Michigan was doing nothing in that game. And they really haven't done much of anything in the last month or so. So, yeah, they would have been competitive, without a doubt. I'm with you. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, definitely I would have taken the points with Florida State versus any of those teams. I just think... It's it almost for me whenever I see a team battle through things like that, it almost makes me think that's a really good mark on the character of, of that of that coach. So Norvell's done a really good job this year, and um, and the players who play on that team. And it's the thing is the thing is like the whole team is not is not uh, Jordan Travis. Like it's a good team. I mean, there's a reason why both of us predicted them. I don't know if you predicted them to go to the playoff, but I did, and I certainly loved them going in and. It's just, I think there's that. Yeah, if he's so important to the team, like, why didn't he win the Heisman Trophy? Like, if he's, like, the only person on the team that could have carried them to the playoffs. Like, yeah. again, it's just the twisted logic that you they have to, you know, use in order to, to justify the decision, you know? It, yeah, it's, absolutely. Yeah, it's such a pain dealing with this all the time. Like, I almost felt like the BCS was better. I think Ron even made that point a while ago. Like, it, it was better with two. Because you didn't have this nonsense. Like, it was a little more right. definitive. And, Bring and, back the computers. Absolutely. Like, this year, it would have been uh, uh, it would have been just Michigan and um, Washington, right? Those are the only two undefeateds. Easy. Yeah. Done. There you go. Would have, well, there could have been some controversy because Florida State was left out. But at least you can say, well, Washington was undefeated, right. too. But Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, I just completely forgot about them. But, yeah, <laughs> it, based on the rankings, it, was just, it would have been... Them too, and then you know there would have been an argument with Florida State for yeah. sure. So yeah, one team would have been kind of hosed, but I think it would have been the. I know that some voting kind of went into this too, into into the old BCS. I know they had the computer rankings, and then there was like some voting, so that could have been maybe manipulated. But it definitely wasn't as blatantly of a sham as like this this committee. Yeah, which is yeah. just grace. It and that's and that's the most annoying thing about it. It makes me furious because. It really amounts to the idea that you have to have an SEC team in the conference in the in the playoff. No, you don't. This was right. the most disappointing Power Five conference by far this year. This was the yeah, year. not dominant as previous years. You're 100 percent right. Like, what's their big out of conference win? Like, can you name it? I can't. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> Dude, off I the mean... top of my head, uh, Kentucky beat Louisville, <laughs> and the Florida <laughs> State just beat Louisville. So I don't know. I, I can't think of any other big non-conference wins besides that. Yeah, it's just hard for me to wrap my head around it. I know teams can improve, but when you see a team that was that was like, scored maybe I think it was a total of three points in the first half against you at South Florida. And I was just been... gonna say that a team that was three to three against South Florida at halftime oh. in the playoff. <laughs> just you can't make it up. You can't make it up. So uh, we're going to get to the college playoffs uh, in a little bit. And we do have the consolation bowl between Georgia and Florida State coming up, too, I think. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> That'll be a fun one to analyze. So we'll get to that later. 
Um, Heisman, really quickly, um, I don't normally bring up the Heisman during these previews, but it was a very wide open field, it seemed like this year, a little bit closer of a decision than you might one might have expected. I definitely thought Jaden Daniels was the one that was going to win. That would have been my pick. He was great. Like, I, I was all about it. But did you feel like this was a closer race than most years? Yeah, because it's, usually it's it's the star player or the quarterback of the team like that's about to win the national championship or a playoff team. And clearly, we knew a month ago that LSU wasn't, you know, going to be making the playoff. But his statistics and just performance in general was just overwhelmingly um, – you know, higher than, than everybody else. I mean, like that one game, he had like 250 yards rushing and 300 something yards passing, just unbelievable individual performance. So that was tough for um, a lot of these other contenders to overcome. And I know, you know, Knicks and Penix, they, they, I mean, they had great seasons too, but um, the stats that Jaden Daniels put up, I mean, you, you just could not uh, argue against those. Yeah. I, I'm really happy for him. I'm glad it worked out. I'm hoping that it, I'm hoping it translates to the NFL later. I don't know if he's coming back for another year. I, th- I would assume, yeah, but um, but whenever yeah, he- I haven't heard anything yet. I'm assuming yeah. so. Yeah, but they they needed a defense. If they had a defense, they would have been, you know, yeah. right right there. I mean, one of the worst defenses in the country. Um, you know, to go along with that offense. I mean, they would have been, you know, next year get get them a defense, and LSU will be right there. You know, with Brian Kelly and his family. Yeah. Interesting question, you know, we're t- talking about defense, like USC's season completely fell apart, like it, even more than you could have possibly imagined, actually, if you really look back at it, like losing to UCLA, you know, losing to Washington and giving up like 50 points, like did that defense cost Caleb Williams a Heisman or did Caleb Williams cost himself the Heisman? Because he did look pretty feeble in some of those games, like with the one against Arizona, for example, and, and, and there's another like, so... I mean, that's that's an interesting angle because I think if it were not USC and if they didn't just come off of a decent season and if Caleb didn't already win the Heisman, it's it's a question of would would somebody like um, Lincoln Riley make it the next year? Like it was that bad a year. But but just going back to the Heisman question, like, do you think that the defense undermined uh, Caleb's ability to win a Heisman? Alone, or I think was... a little bit of both. Yeah, I think so too. A little bit of both because <laughs> early, early, yeah, early in the year when USC was winning, um, clearly he, he was like overcoming their defense, and then his play kind of slipped. But the defense was still just as bad, so he couldn't make up for it. And then I think I don't want to say they stopped trying because that's that's unfair. But I, I think it was kind of a realization, like, oh shit, like you know we're not really going anywhere, and it just the the, the play just dropped and um there wasn't that kind of intensity from the team that you might expect especially like you mentioned like the ucla game was just brutal now granted the bruins have a good defense but still Mm -hmm. uh, that was that was pretty bad so i think a combination of both and it just the defense just kind of wore wore out on them by the end of the year I, i think that's kind of what ended up happening um so who's their new defensive coordinator did they bring somebody in i know they fired the guy there, I, I forget his name off the top of Alex my head. Alex Grinch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. They fired Grinch after yeah. after one of those games. They were like, you know, see ya, you're gone. Who did they bring in? I, I feel like I saw that somewhere, and I, I don't remember it. I'll check on that. Um, All right. DC. Uh, oh. Yeah, USC defensive coordinator. And we have... Um, Let's see. And by the way, uh, while we're on the while we're in this same market, do you think Chip Kelly's going to make it to next year? I think so. I think they would have fired him already. 
if he was if they were gone because yeah. the way the the system is set up now with like the the portal and like recruiting like signing day is like in a week the initial signing day so i feel like they would have gotten rid of him already if, if they were going to fire him which i think would be kind of a mistake you're heading into a new conference you're heading into the big 10 i agree like i know he he kind of struggled this year getting their offense together i mean he played three quarterbacks um you know and dante moore did transfer so you know that that definitely goes against him yeah but i, I think it would be the defense was just unbelievable oh no, i you know what i think i didn't usc steal they stole the DC, that, yes danton yep. lynn so i'm yes, reading here it. they took the defensive coordinator from ucla I mean that's as good a hire as you can get on paper. Like that's pretty oh, absolutely. impressive. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That was that was a good job. Yeah, they made, obviously they offered him more money because there's no way, you know, you're going from UCLA to USC. Like you're not moving. You know, you're not moving your your family or whatever. Yeah, and you know you're going to the same conference. Um, so yeah, they clearly offered him more money, more control. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, that's a great hire because he, UCLA's defense was not good last year, and then he can't he comes in from the NFL and just completely, just you know, turn them into a, a, you know, a juggernaut. Really, I mean, they had one of the best defenses in the Pac-12, and you you do not usually say that about UCLA. So yeah, tr- terrific hire. Um, yeah, at USC. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're getting all this Pac-12 stuff in because. This is it. Like, did you feel the finale yeah. of that? Like, the last game was Calvary. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was eerie. Like, you're you're sitting there watching this great game between Washington and Oregon, and yeah. you're thinking, like, this is really going away? Like, what are we doing here? Like, it just it was just surreal. Um, I don't know. I feel like eventually when these conferences, like the Big Ten, will get up to, like, 20 teams or something – and they're going to have like then the, like the Western teams will split into their own division, and it'll essentially be like the Pac-12 again, um, but obviously without the Pac-12 name. So it's definitely sad. Like this did not have to happen. Like the yeah. Pac-12 did not have to die. The ACC does not have to die, even though it very likely will, or it'll it'll significantly lose its its um, high standard, if you want to call it, you know, or high ranking, if you want to call it that. It'll it'll be severely watered down, but. Like this doesn't have to happen. Like it's all money and like greedy, you know, TV execs that are like pulling these strings, and that's kind of what makes it really sad. Is all this realignment stuff? But yeah, it's just you know, no more Pac-12 after dark. It's now going to be, you know, Big Ten after dark. You know, because you got to have some Western teams play. You know, the the you know ten ten thirty slots. So that's kind of what they, um, you know, their TV partners picked up with the with the deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's we've had just you just look back all the memories, all the rivalries, and it's not just like UCLA, USC, and you know, it's also Cal, Stanford, it's also Oregon, Oregon State, it's also Cal, UCLA, it's also Oregon, USC. Like they all had great little, like like smaller rivalries with one another. It was, it was a fun time. Like I, and Oregon oh, State, yeah. USC was a great rivalry too, because like Oregon yep. State had some upsets though back in the day against Carroll's teams. So like it's just like. Yeah, and well, and then you know the two questions I'm wondering is the Pac-2 still exists? So like, are they <laughs> their own? They're their own conference next year. So do they, do they get like an automatic spot into the into the playoff? Like I don't, I don't know. I know they, they have get like, an automatic spot. <laughs> <laughs> it would be pretty smart. It'd be pretty smart of them if they stayed together just for that reason. Like I know they just they just did a scheduling alliance with the Mountain West so yeah. they could fill their schedule. 
So it would be pretty funny if like Oregon State or Washington State, like they just roll out the red carpet for one of them to, to get in. Um, yeah. And then the most asinine thing of this all is Cal, Stanford, and SMU going to the ACC. Ugh. Like, what are we doing? Like, just, I don't know. I, I can't even explain how dumb that is. I, I know. mean, just, I get it. Like, you don't want to be on the sinking ship, but at the same time, like, why is Cal going to be playing NC State? You know, why, you know, Boston College SMU is now a conference game. Like, why? <laughs> what, what are we doing? It's just, the, the funny thing is, like, SMU literally has is so rich from, like, all those, you know, oil donors that they ex- they're taking zero TV money, nothing. Mm-hmm. They just want to have a seat at the table. And honestly, it's smart. Like, just get in in any means necessary. Like, if, I'm a fan of, you know, my team, UConn. We're stuck on the outside looking in. Like, there's rumors about us going to the Big 12 in the summer. And that kind of, you know, blew up once all this stuff happened with Pac-12. I would love them to make that deal. Get on, just get in, like have a seat at the table. But they're so loaded with money, and they have a really good team. Like they could, they could come into the ACC next year and like be in the top, you know, three or four teams. So smart move, honestly, for SMU. But Cal and Stanford makes no sense to me. Um, them joining that league, but hey, it'll be interesting to see them create some new rivalries. You know that classic Louisville Stanford matchup that we're all waiting to see. Oh geez. Well, they got the same card. I mean, the Cardinal versus the Cardinals. I guess. Yeah, exactly. The enough. Cardinal rivalry. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're pretty clever. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember when I started this podcast. Um, we're closing. We this is the this is the fifteenth anniversary of the podcast. Actually, this month. Did you know that? Like, just kind of snuck up on me too. Like, I didn't even realize that, that. is crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> wow, fifteen years of of the. Did Cal... 15 years of nonsense and yeah and... for sure for sure for sure <laughs> i kind of don't you know i'm just reflecting on it like earlier in the week i'm like you know i, I haven't done this we hadn't done this in a while but i was like i don't want to stop like i i still want to get into all the nonsense with like this and golf and gotta bring junkie oh, yeah. back and baseball sure. and like there's gonna be still a lot of stuff we can get into you know so this is i don't feel oh like... yeah oh yeah i mean like i you know we bitch and whatever about but we're gonna all watch college football still <laughs> i mean that's that's the thing like they yeah. just like the nfl like it, it could be so bad, like you're still gonna watch. Like tomorrow night's game is like literally one of the worst games you could ever imagine with the yeah. Raiders and the Chargers, with you know Easton Stick playing for the Chargers and you know uh, Aiden O'Connell or possibly Brian Hoyer again for the Raiders. <laughs> but yet there we're gonna be tuning into Amazon betting the under 34 and a half. Oh my that's goodness. what the NFL does because we'll we'll be there. Are you on the Tommy DeVito? Are you, are you catching Tommy DeVito feeder? I mean, Tommy DeVito. Oh, feeder. my God. Don't even that's a bad, that's a bad timing. for. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the time of that question. That's a bad timing. I'm Tommy, sorry. Tommy Cutlets. It's fun. No, like, you know what? I give him credit for, like, capitalizing on the on the moment for himself and his family and whatever. So kudos. But mm-hmm. what what are the Packers doing? Like, Joe Barry, get the fuck out. You're you you. They need a field goal. You're playing your defensive backs ten yards back. If you don't allow them a first down, you win the game. Like, what are you doing? You're not. Why are you in a prevent defense with a minute left, up by one point? I don't understand. Who cares if he beats you deep? You're gonna you're gonna lose anyway. Maybe they score a touchdown, you get the ball back. Oh, I'm so I was so angry. It was a oh, wild God. night. Like it completely came out of nowhere. Oh, I mean, granted, the Packers really didn't deserve to win because they just played really sloppy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Jordan Love had a rough first half. I was glad to see like he kind of overcame that and played really well in the second half. So um, kind of like how he has been playing. But it just overall, just a really just shitty game. Yeah, I hear that. But I hey, they're still they're still the number seven seed right now in the NFC. So they win a couple. They have Car- Tampa Bay and Carolina the next two. So win those two. Yeah. And you know the, the Packers are, are still going to be right there. I so. mean the net the net result of the last two months is really positive still for the Packers after the loss. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah Jordan Love looks he completely just like turned a corner in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like I'm not saying he's Aaron he's going to be Aaron Rodgers good, but he clearly can is competent enough to, to be an NFL quarterback and yeah. if you put good players around him. I think they can, they have a future. So yeah. I'm um, very, very pleased about that. And they're so young too. So they're uh, the off the whole offense in general. So no complaints with that. Yep. But Joe Barry, he, they can leave him in where <laughs> I do not want to see this guy again, coordinating the defense. The season. So yeah, if, if Matt LaFleur doesn't want to fire him, then he can go too, because this guy it, it's, constant the same thing over and over again with the soft prevent bullshit especially at the end of the game when you need to stop a team like send a blitz like what's what's gonna happen like come on it's that's, tommy devito yeah that's that's the that was bad that was bad I, I it's kind of interesting that these these happened at the same time you had the tennessee game yeah. and and that meltdown was um was incredible like i don't think i'd like three Honestly, people, i barely saw it because it was, great, was going on with we're, the green bay game we're all watching yeah. that the green bay game and we're like right. So barely anybody saw the meltdown because, like, you just saw the score. Like, they're up by 14. Oh, okay, that's over. Right. And then you go back. And yeah, t- so they, they have to rethink that strategy. Like, I, I'm fine with the two games on Monday mm-hmm. night. I love it. But do one at 7 and then do another one at 8.30. Yeah. Like, so you can have one game end and you can focus on that. And then you move over to the second half of the other one. So I get it. Like, you don't want to do – you know, they used to have the Monday doubleheader the first week where you have – the game at seven and then sometimes they'd have Chris Berman on for like the 1030 game or they'd have like the worst announcers ever for that second game. So yeah. I get it. You don't want to do it that late just for the East coast people and whatnot, um, you know, for ratings and, and the whole thing, but definitely stagger them. And I think they did that earlier in the year when they had the double headers, they did mm-hmm. want it like seven and then eight thirty. That makes more sense. Like don't start them at the same time. Like, you know, we, we have red zone on Sunday. We don't need it on Monday night too. I just, that's fair. It doesn't make Man. Yeah, I mean, college football kind of is is pretty keen about that. They did do a little bit of staggering in the primetime window, and yeah. obviously, college basketball has mastered that from the beginning. Like they're really good at that. So that's a learning moment for the NFL because, like, two really good games, but like you know, we were so distracted by one of them, we couldn't get to the other one. And yeah, and it was is rather interesting stuff. Dolphins losing that game is rough though. Like they they you cannot lose that game. Like that's I don't know what to say. Like. Yeah, they were like gifted a bunch of touchdowns too. Just yeah. from what I was seeing, like on turnovers and whatnot. So like yeah. when you're when you have that, you, you cannot blow that game. And that just like kills their chances. They were in good position for like the number one seed. And now yep. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if I see it happening for them now. Yeah, you're right. Cause like when I saw the block punt, the block punt, yeah, like right by the two yard line, like you're like nope. that's a game you have to win. You have to win that. When you block a punt. And a defensive the t- touchdown too. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the lineman. So Yeah, like that's I don't know what you I don't even know it's I think this just and sometimes it really is as simple as they underestimated the other team I don't think there's much more to it than that there's no real analysis there like they're clearly better I mean yeah they were up by 14 points so they the spread was accurate and it's it's just interesting how that how that came apart 
Um, so let's go back to college. I didn't mean to go off topic for so long, but um, no, it's fine. I had to get my rant in sooner or later. So. <laughs> I was going to have it all, I guess. <laughs> but the NFL is really starting to get interesting. I mean, I can't. Oh God, the playoff races are crazy. Yeah. It's going to be a crazy last month. Yeah. Um, I gave it up to Buffalo for like kind of getting themselves off the mat here. I, I do think this, the schedule sets up really well for them. I totally think they can beat the Cowboys this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure, yeah. D- Dallas, they're feeling themselves after that Eagles game. They're, yeah, Buffalo yeah. seems like probably for that game. I love it. I love it. So more on that coming up in a little bit later, maybe in the next episode, but but certainly um, in a little yeah. bit. Um, so let's get to the let's get to Bowl Mania. Thank you very much for setting up the contest yet again. I I do have a very unusual strategy this year that I don't want to tell you the exact strategy. Yeah, don't don't give out your entire strategy. Right, right. What, what's like a glimpse a glimpse of it that you're like you're kind of yeah. Kind of so, well, you, you'll get the idea after like a day or two anyway. So like you'll you'll get the, okay. So well, but at any rate, um, I, we do have a lot of really great games. We usually do the games we love and games we don't want to see in our backyard. We could probably just run through each of these days and like just see what's good in each yeah. of these blocks. So. Um, why don't we start with Saturday? I'm gonna go see if I can put this on screen for the people on YouTube. Let's see. Um, even better. I was gonna pull up the schedule, but that you're gonna have it on the screen even better. Yeah, I, I might have to zoom in on it though. So let me go see what I can do. Give me a second here. So like folks are on YouTube see a blank screen, but I'm working yeah, on it. Yeah, any of Dave's listeners want to get in the bowl mania scenario? It's yes. Twenty five bucks. You rank your, you pick every game and then rank them based on how confident you are. So your most confident pick would be worth forty three points, and your least confident pick pick would be one mm-hmm. um and then you get those points uh if you get the game right and then the most points at the end of the bowl season are winner so um if you want to get in reach out to dave you can connect them with connect with me and you know be a fun time yep um so you can message us here or just leave a comment you can even leave a comment in chat like and i'll have them follow up with you john yep uh, that's a great call. Yeah, I'll, I'll go, go go on Discord. I'll go on all the Discords and mention that too. So. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, the yeah. more the merrier for these kind of things. For sure. Um, can you see this? Okay, I'm probably gonna have to zoom in on this because this is this is pretty. Scary. Yeah, I might have to pull it up on my own because I can't really see that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I should pull it up anyway because, like, you can see, um, that's not gonna come up really well on the screen. So let me just zoom in here. That should be better. There we go. Okay. So this is better. So then we'll start up here. So here's Saturday. Although I. Oh, I zoomed in the wrong the wrong thing zoomed in. Whoops. How do I go back to normal? Okay. I meant to do it over here. <laughs> I zoomed in on the wrong thing. Okay, okay. Over here. There we go. So there we go. that's better. Okay, so you can kind of see it here. Um I'll zoom out a little bit more. Just a little, because like now you can you can kind of see that. Maybe go a little bit more. Because I can I do kind of want to show you Saturday. There's Saturday. Okay, so yep. Saturday, you can see we're starting with Georgia Southern Ohio, um, the Celebration Bowl. Every year, I, I, I just, I just have no idea what to do with that game, so I just don't. And now I'm just gonna just not put that many. Yeah, points well, in it. even when uh, uh, Jackson State was dominating with Dion, they would still lose it. So that's a really unpredictable game. Yeah, yeah. So tough spot, tough call there. But some really good matchups coming up. New Mexico State, Fresno State. That is gonna be fun in the New Mexico Bowl. I was leaning Fresno State, but I'm like, I don't think I should do that when it's basically a home game for New Mexico State, who had a very good year. Um, and then the LA Bowl, I'll be in the building for that one. We're gonna have UCLA oh, versus nice. the boys. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. Um, there we go. 
I'm really curious as to your take on what you think you'll see offensively because UCLA does have a great defense, but Boise State also has a great offense and they're really terrible defense. So I'm like, would you take the over or the under in a game like that? Yeah, well, first, before we kind of like get into maybe each particular game or ones that you want to highlight, mm-hmm. the whole thing about handicapping bowl season, obviously, is number one motivation. Like, who wants to be there? Who doesn't want to be there? Yep. The second thing is all the news with transfer portal, guys opting out, whether it be the NFL draft, and then head coaching, you know, coaching changes. So it can completely take what, the team that you're seeing in a bowl be a hundred times different than the team that played like all regular season in terms of you know the coach the players everything like some teams are just completely gutted um and you know in some of the matchups you mentioned you know Boise State they did hire a new coach their interim coach that they had there um for the remainder of the season they hired him but Kalen Green their starter transferred so they're going to be on a backup quarterback as I mentioned before for UCLA Dante Moore transfer but ucla the other two guys um garbers and schley they both played throughout the year so i don't think that's going to hurt ucla so much and i feel like they could be probably just really just run the ball right at boise because as you mentioned their defense is pretty poor yep so i think i have to see what their defensive opt-outs look like i really haven't done well, uh, here it is. It I, I, I found this on covers. So covers.com ah, has an opt-out tracker. So I'm we, it's pretty cool. This is a pretty useful link. I'll give I'll send you a link over here too. So yeah, I'll be pulling that up. And I know um another app that I, I um get some information from has a list too, but the more the more sites that you can get from the better. So just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cross check and whatnot, because one thing might miss something that the other one doesn't. So but I, I can't see. Is there a lot of defensive names on that UCLA list? Um, yeah, you have an you have an inside uh wait, IOL, Jake Wiley, IOL. Um, you have a you have one defensive back out, John Humphrey for UCLA. Okay. So not a lot of defensive right, players. That doesn't seem terrible. I think I'm yeah. guessing IOL interior offensive lineman, maybe. That would be that my guess. Well, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. not even defense, so... Okay. I mean, that doesn't sound too terrible. I, again, I feel like UCLA has the major talent advantage and that they'll be able just to run at Boise, and then the Boise offense probably isn't going to do much against the UCLA defense. So my lean, again, just based on the teams on the field, would have to be UCLA. But again, motivation is the key. Like, does UCLA really want to be there? Like, that's what you have to kind of... To kind of gauge. I mean, yeah. you know, Boise's going to get up for playing a Pac-12 team. Yes. Um, but definitely. does UCLA want to play in a a bowl that basically, you know, they're not even making like a trip. You know, no. it's not like they're going to Hawaii it's... or they're going to Texas. It's like they're walking out of their house and they're going to go play a game. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a good setup. I think both teams probably have something to play for on paper. We'll see if UCLA like realizes that or not, but. Um, that's the LA Bowl at fourth. I mean, at seven thirty Eastern on Saturday, a huge Saturday, if I may say so. I mean, I don't know if I like the NFL scheduling games concurrent with this anymore. Like, I, I've I've no. enjoyed it, but it's kind of I don't know. It might be too much now. Like, I'm just how do you keep track of all that at the same time? Yeah, it's just it, this is a rough day, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, this is the day you want to be at the sports book and just yeah. hang out all day because you could get. You can see all the bowl games. You can see the NFL. You got college basketball. Like it's a it's a great day at betting. And like for myself, I have a holiday family party Saturday, and I'm just oh, like the <laughs> oh, worst no. day of the oh, year. Yeah. yeah, 
okay. terrible. Like I'm gonna be uh, on my phone just checking checking the scores all, all the entire time. Like mm-hmm. no socializing for me. I'm just gonna be you know, <laughs> checking checking my phone. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a rough one, but yeah, I like I get why the NFL wants to do their triple header this day, but uh just it's just killing me. Like cause I want to watch all these bowls and I want to watch the NFL too. I feel like you need to have one screen dedicated to the NFL. But the good news is they're all on NFL Network. So just keep that one screen, tablet, whatever, on NFL Network and just leave it on there and then just, you know, obviously periodically check in. And the bowls are spaced out well enough where I think you can kind of watch two at once. So if you have three screen, a three-screen setup somehow, I think you're okay for, for this situation. Yeah, I think that's that's fairly good advice, John, for all of you folks out there with multiple screens, computer screens, or you know, if you yeah, had tablets, whatever you got to do, a lot of different ways to do it. But um, uh, as for the rest of the games on Saturday, I don't know if you wanted wanted to well, uh, highlight any of the other other ones there. I, I do. Um, let me just quickly run down a couple. Um, well, JSU's had a really good year. The New Orleans Bowl might be interesting. I'm not exactly. Yeah, that's gonna have some juice. Yeah, because Jacksonville State, their first ever bowl game, they made it in because. They were one team short of like the um, the full, you know, six and six teams getting in. There's not enough. There's there's one five and seven team in the Bulls, and I'm sure we'll get to that matchup eventually. Oh man, um, yeah. Do you do you even know who that is? Well, I'll say. <laughs> wait, is it Rutgers? No, Rutgers no, no, actually was six. Rutgers was, was, was good. Actually, Rutgers was pretty solid this year. Which I can actually. Yeah, they're not for, bad. Yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, I, there was a we'll lot get to of it. We'll get to it. You're right. You're right. We'll, we'll get to the we'll get to the team that's five and seven. That's actually good. You can try to as we go through it, you can try to pick out the team that's five and seven, Dave. But yeah. um yep. yeah, no, that, that game will have juice because Louisiana, they usually travel for that game. I remember in the past, like they were in that bowl like a number of years in a row mm-hmm. and they like sold out the crowd. Jacksonville State with their first ever bowl game, like Rich Rodriguez, like that's that game has juice. I I'm into that game. Yep. The av- the Cure Bowl, Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl, is a pretty... Avocados from Mexico, oh, right? God, I, uh, oh. <laughs> I love avocados, all right? And and obviously, I'm from... I mean, my, I have heritage in Mexico, so I I, did, I love the product. I just don't love the commercials, like... <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a little crunch. A little crunch, yeah. Um, Miami of Ohio, though, uh, really incredible. <laughs> it's a tough team to watch. Everybody knows this. Like, oh, yeah. It's a very tough team to watch, but they are just those cockroaches that hang around in the game because they, they just, they, 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 they bring you to grind you into a rock fight. And um, it's going to be very interesting to see if they, they've been really good against the spread all year. And um, big time props on them beating Toledo. Like, Toledo looked yep. so ordinary in, um, in the MAC championship. App State. I don't have a lot less of a read. You know the Sun Belt. I was way. I had no read on the Sun Belt this year. I was completely not watching that Sun Belt. I, was, I don't know why. Yeah, twelve teams in the in Sun Belt. Twelve yeah. Sun Belt teams in bowls. Twelve out of fourteen. Which is, wow. You know, no, no, probably great, their best year ever. Great job out of them. But I just mean to say, like you know, App State was uh, more of an. I just didn't do a good job following them. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were an enigma to me. Like they started yeah. off pretty good, then they like sucked for a while. So you went and bet against them, but then you kept betting against them, and then they turned it around towards the end of the year. And then you thought, okay, like they're back again, and then they got just destroyed by Troy in the championship game. But um, yeah, this matchup is interesting. I believe Miami, Ohio, you know, Gabbert's hurts. We knew that, but then the guy Avian Smith, who started the MAC championship game, he's not playing either. So they're down to like a third string quarterback. But the question is, 
does it really matter? Because their defense is so good. Like like you said, Dave, they're just going to kind of hang around and make this like a try to keep this game in the team. So I think under is probably your bet here. Um, I don't know. I haven't looked at the over-under for this game, but if it's anything like 45, I'm going to take an under. Yeah, um, I, in, in terms of the side, I, I honestly, I don't know. Like this, this is going to be low on my. I don't have a. I don't have a guess on this one. Well, I right I, now anyway. I I would take the points with uh, Miami of Ohio. That for that I feel. Oh good. yeah, with the, the spread, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll take them with the spread. Oh, you're being like straight up. Yeah, I would have a. Really, I would know. That's that's right because our our pool. Yeah, our our bowl pool is straight up. Yeah, that's a tough call. You're right. Like that's. Okay, so the the over under for the game is forty four and a half. Yeah, that's it's close. Oh, I was I was right on. Yeah, it's pretty smart. That's pretty that's pretty keen, John. Nicely done. Um, on the other hand, you have New Mexico State and Fresno State in the New Mexico Bowl. Over under fifty one and a half. Love the over in that game. Like that, oh, yeah. two teams that love to give up points. <laughs> yeah, uh, New Mexico State. What a revelation. Yeah, uh, Jerry Kill has been for them. Diego Pavia, like this guy's electric. Like they. I mean, the one good thing Conference USA did this year was have those Tuesday and Wednesday night games where we got to watch a bunch of these teams. And mm-hmm. they were they were really fun to watch in Mexico State. And, you know, they're going to be motivated to be here. Um, Jeff Tedford's not coaching this game because of um, health issues. And Fresno State really struggled down the stretch. So I definitely – I agree. I like New Mexico State in this game. Yeah. yeah. They had a really, really nice year. It's just unfortunate how the conference year ended with that – I mean, they were in the game to be fair, but it just they just never seemed like they were gonna keep a lead against Liberty because they just kept giving it up every time they scored. So, yeah, yeah, that was kind of disappointing how they, um, you know, they kind of gave it up in the second half. But they were really competitive with them for most of the game. Yeah, but yeah, their defense showed that they're not they're not that great. And like I just said, their their offense is is pretty electric. So yep. yeah, I, I'm with you on the over, and I I would lean New Mexico State for sure in this matchup. Um, very good. So we, and then, then we rounded out. I mean, yeah, we got the independence bowl with Cal and Texas tech, but I don't know. Do you want your standard six and six versus six and six yeah. matchup? I, I don't know with uh, this one. You're going just based on conference strength and yeah, yeah it's, you take, you take Cal, but like that doesn't always mean everything. So more research should be done for this one. At least this one, I think both teams would like want to be there and play. I don't feel like there's going to be a lot of opt outs in this game. So I guess that's the one thing you can say about it. Yeah. I mean, Texas Tech does have does have potential because I think their quarterback looked pretty good against West Virginia when they played. It was a while ago, but so I think there's that. But again, we got to, like you said, there's not many opt outs in the game, so that I don't know. You're right. Like this is this is another. This is probably like a two point spread. I'm gonna go look at this right now. Three point spread. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm, I'm, it's probably under field goal. Yeah. So um, and then we mentioned LA Bowl. Uh, anything you want to add for the LA Bowl? Uh, nope, I think we covered that one. Um, I would lean UCLA just based on how we kind of talked that out. But again, yeah, um, we'll have to I'll have to monitor who's in and who's out closer to game time before I officially lock in my selection. Before I go to the next day, I did I forgot to mention Georgia Southern Ohio in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, and I only mention it because the MAC was down a lot this year. Like that conference did not look good this year. For I mean, it was kind of a tough watch. Yeah, it really was. So yeah, Ohio. I don't think Rourke is playing. He transferred. So again, I don't know who's playing quarterback. Georgia Southern has a great offense, but their defense is just complete trash. Right. Um. So this again, this one, I I don't know. I I have to really think about this one. 
Um, this will definitely be lower on my confidence picks because Ohio has a really good defense. Um, so if they were able to stop Georgia Southern even a little bit, they probably will be able to move the ball. But again, this is this is a tough one for me. I don't know. We're gonna have to think about this one. Yeah, definitely. Um, one of my mods from the from the from the sandwich shows in here. Hi, Jamie. It's good to see you here on YouTube. Welcome in. Just talking about all the games, and um, we mentioned we we're doing a college bowl like a bowl pickup. So if you want to join us for that, let us know, and I'll I'll give you the details. So let's move on to day two. So day two um, is Monday because there's all the NFL stuff happening on the next day on Sunday. And on Monday we get, um, we'll just run through these all in one sitting. So we have West, we have the toaster, the famous yeah. toastery bowl. <laughs> Never heard of them. I love it. Like that. <laughs> Not like... to be confused with the Pop-Tarts bowl, which <laughs> does exist later on in bowl season. That's true. But I guess this was, this was the Bahamas bowl. But okay. There's, there's um, work being done on their stadium. So they moved it. So I guess it's in it's in Charlotte. Charlotte, this okay. Game. Okay. Yeah, and I guess it's like a local chain or something. So. Okay. Um, I couldn't tell you a damn thing about that one. Western Kentucky results. <laughs> I have no idea. That's the one of the backyard yeah. games. Like I'm not having that in my backyard. I'm just gonna skip it. Like. Yeah, that's that's a rough one. Yeah. Uh, Old Dominion. I remember we. I had said under on them before the year. Mm -hmm. I'm completely wrong about that. So great job by them getting to the bowl. I, I'm with you. I really don't know. I, I need to check it. I need to check if Western Kentucky's quarterback Austin Reed's playing because he's usually pretty. Um, he's he's pretty good, and he, they showed out in their bowl last year. Yep. So yeah, this is this is. I agree with you. This is this is a rough one. Good thing it's two thirty on a Monday. This is kind of the game you put on like in the background. <laughs> right. Right. Maybe put, put a bet in for sure, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't even have any idea what the totals like would be or whether I would even want to lean the over and the under. I just, I can't say like, I guess the over, but again, I just have no idea. Um, for Tuesday, we've got the scooters coffee Frisco bowl. Good matchup though. I think, I think it's a good matchup. I'm not, I don't really know how good Marshall was this year, but UTSA is a solid team. So UTSA Marshall sounds like a fun, fun one for me. Yeah, UTSA, one of our darlings here on, yep. on the show all year. Um, I think Frank Harris is still playing. Um, so we got to roll with UTSA here. I mean, Marshall was a pretty big disappointment coming off of, of last season. Um, I know they barely qualified for this game, but I think UT UTSA is the far superior team in this matchup. So I I'm going to go with uh, – the Roadrunners here, meep meep, as we like to say. Yeah, we're gonna. I think I'll, I'll tag along with that meep meep because um, definitely a team I that has been a proven proven winner throughout the year. Um, Thursday, December twenty first. Again, oh, just this skip one. this one. Like <laughs> South Florida, a, yeah. 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 Andy Andy texted me about this one. Like this was one of the ones that like he wouldn't watch in his backyard. <laughs> like that is this is a brutal game. A former Big East. Uh, conference game mm -hmm. for those of you who remember the old Big East, uh, UCF and South and uh, uh, Syracuse. Syracuse were in the same conference. Yeah. yeah, this this one is this was rough. This is really bad because uh, Babers got fired finally. Yep. Um, South South Florida actually will probably be motivated to be in this game because they had been so bad for so long that they brought in a new coach and they make it to a bowl game. So I figure they they are going to want to be there. Um, I don't know about Syracuse. Like they just, I don't know how they ended up getting to six wins. It's every year they start off like five and zero, and then they they lose like every game after that. I guess they kind of they stole like a game at the end of the year to get to this one. But yeah, this is this is a rough. Yeah, 
Uh, so, folks, if you're looking for advice, we we don't have any. We just, the advice would yeah. be skip the game. <laughs> skip this one. But if you if, but if you're in a pool, you got to bet all of them. Like, hey, listen, I'm gonna have a bet on every single bowl game. Like, I'm trashing it, but when it comes time before the game, like, yeah, I'll probably put some money down yeah. on South Florida. Yeah, sure. I think of of the two, like South Florida feels like the safe call. Yeah, that's a good call. Like uh, ceiling, motivation. Like these are all things right. that go into exactly. these matchups. So. Yep. All right. Now we have, a, we have a better matchup with Georgia Tech UCF, but again, this might be time. This might be a good opportunity to check that opt out tracker. So that's the Gasparilla yeah. Bowl. Let's go see. Yeah. Like, and again, like UCF, they're playing in Tampa. Like they're, it's not a bowl trip for That's like not like a, a vacation or a trip for them. Like it, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, so I, I, Georgia Tech will be motivated for sure. I don't know about UCF. UCF has been a weird team all year. Like their defense doesn't exist. Yeah, you know, like it, it all depends on if Plumlee's healthy or not. Like, just a just a kind of a hard team to figure out. Um, Georgia Tech had some moments, like they they beat North Carolina and like almost beat Miami, and they can lose to Bowling Green. So who the hell knows what you're going to get with them? So yeah, that this one's a toss up. Yeah, definitely a toss up. I just saw that the over under is sixty three and a half points, and I do lean over. I would. Lean oh yeah, over. you yeah. you got to take the over. Yeah, so that there's definitely a bet to be had there. Um, now we go to Saturday. You got a bunch of games here. I like the Birmingham Bowl. Like you've got two defensive or teams known for their defense, Troy versus Duke, to start things off. Camellia Bowl. Unfortunately, the- both coach both coaches are gone. Yeah, true story. Yeah. So- Elko. Oh El- yeah, Elko went to a- Texas A and M, um, and uh, the Troy guy Summerall just went to Tulane. So no. This is a bowl where you got to find out who's coaching, like mm-hmm. what what assistant is coaching, and then find out like all your opt outs. Well, we know Riley Leonard is he left because he's at Notre Dame. Um, he he transferred from Duke to Notre Dame. So yeah, this this is a this is the in, like an information bowl. Just find <laughs> out who's playing, who's not playing, mm-hmm. who's coaching. Like that that's gonna uh, determine your handicap here. My lean would be Troy if I had to pick it right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Troy was very, very good this year. Like, they were dominant. As long as they have their star players playing, I, I think the coach not being there is not as big of a deal as, as Duke. Nah, they took this thing to the finish line. They should be fine. I think so, too. Camellia Bowl. This is just another case of fade the Mac to me, but I don't know a thing about Arkansas State. What can you say about the Camellia Bowl? Luke Jones, you really want to back him in a bowl game? Okay, that's a good I argument. Know, I do. <laughs> <laughs> good, good argument. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe I'll just lay up that one. Yeah, that that one's that's that's another tough one. I, yeah. I again, I had to do some more research on some of these teams because, like, yeah, like we followed them throughout the year, but like I, the MAC was horrible. But yet, do we really want to back Butch Jones in a bowl? Like this one is like flip a coin. I don't know. I bet the spread on this is like if I had to guess, I'd say it's like Arkansas State, like minus one. That'd be my guess. Let's go see. Um, Arkansas State for this game is wow. How did you, man? How do you do it, John? That's incredible. Minus one. Well, well it's it is minus one. There you go. Hey, some sports book out there hire me. I can set the lines for pretty you. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Junkie would be very proud of you. Like that's that's really well done. Um, okay, the Armed Forces Bowl. Very a lot of controversy with James Madison this year. They were denied eligibility by the NCAA, and there is a lot of outrage over that. But there was a statement that if some, if there were not enough teams, they could put them in here. They are, they're going to play air force. They are. Yep. Them in Jacksonville state, like we mentioned before. So, you know, James Madison's going to be motivated to be here. Um, you know, so they lost their coach Signetti went to Indiana. 
But you have to see if any other players left. I haven't heard anything. Um, you know, Air Force Service Academy is going to be motivated to, to play in a bowl game. Like yep. that, that's no doubt. Um, but tough call. Uh-oh. Did I lose your audio, John? Sorry about that. Let me see. What happened there? I don't hear John's voice. Can you hear me? I just clicked the thing, and then suddenly your voice is gone? Like, um, what happens if you unmute and mute, mute and unmute yourself? Did I make him? Did I switch something by mistake? Uh, no, this looks fine on my end. That's really weird. Um. John, let's go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and get you back on the call. I'm gonna go. Yeah, okay. So we're gonna get John back in just a second here. Um, so let me just gonna wait a second here. That doesn't make any sense. Like audio is working fine over here. Um, I have everything set up correctly. So we'll just wait for John to return. I'm. I was really excited to hear his analysis of this game because this is like he's uh, he's right. Like both teams are gonna really go in with a head of steam. I, I think the Armed Forces Bowl could be a really good game. Um, so as to how you would play that, I mean, it's going to be a small spread that seems to go without saying. And in fact, it isn't small spread. It's a two and a half points. Um, it's a two and a half point spread. The fa Joe James Madison is favored by two and a half. So not, not a, right about just about right. I think you would take the points with Air Force, but again, it's so, so such a small spread that you can't really say, let's see if we got John back. John, do we have you back? Can you hear us? Okay. Hold on. Let me try this too. I don't hear you, John. I'm not sure what happened there. Try again. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I hear you. Okay. I don't know what's going on. It must be my device. Okay. All okay. right. I okay. think we were talking about Air Force and James Madison, right? Yeah, we were. And so I did catch the I did get the point spread for this game and it is two and a half. James Madison's favored by two and a half, so Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have one of the best rush defenses in the entire country. So that's going to come in huge, obviously, against the option with Air Force. Um, but again, we need to see who's playing and who's not playing for James Madison. I feel like they're not going to have many opt-outs or anything for this game because it's their first bowl game in program history. They want to finish off strong. So um, we'll have to check into that. But definitely the, the matchup on paper favors James Madison. Yeah. I, I would, I think emotionally and <clears throat> just like uh, statistically, you probably would go with James Madison in that spot. Like, I think that's how I would play it in the pool that you're, that we, that we, that in our pool, in our like straight up pool. It'd be a good one. We'll see. It could go either way. Good stuff. So let's go back to our schedule and take a look at the rest of that day. Um, the famous Idaho to Potato Bowl definitely earned a reputation. Um, the tech teams, not so much. Georgia State, Utah State, sixty. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I, I couldn't it, tell you. I mean, Georgia State very up and down. Mm -hmm. um, they started off the year great, finished terrible. Utah State is, is again Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know what you're going to get. I mean, I saw Utah State in person. Like UConn completely gashed them like, with UConn's offense, and that's. You know, that, that's not a good thing when UConn's putting up, like, 500 yards of offense on you. Um, but at the same time, like, I feel like in this matchup, the Mountain West team has the advantage when they go to the, this Boise game because they, they made the trip before. 
Um, and they're not really going to be affected by the elements as opposed to the Sun Belt team. So just for that alone, my my lean here would be Utah State. Yeah. Um, we'll go through the rest of this, but I did want to mention, like, the Las Vegas Bowl. Like, I was like, oh, this would be a really good year to go to the Las Vegas Bowl. It's going to be at the new Raider Stadium. This would be a fun trip. And then I saw the teams that were playing, and like, nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> Utah Northwestern. Love it. <laughs> what a matchup. <laughs> Yeah, you can say that again. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? Props to Northwestern because they were the, like the laughing stock of college football before the season. And their coach, um, David Braun, did a fantastic job to get them to a bowl game. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, the Big Ten West was like the biggest pile of shit we've ever seen this year. Yep. But still, they had to win the games, and they did. Um, and you, you know they're going to be motivated for this one. Utah, I don't know. I mean, they played in back-to-back Rose Bowls. Like, are they really going to be motivated to play in the Las Vegas Bowl against Northwestern? I know the whole thing about, like, Whittingham being a great bowl coach and, you know, they're so disciplined and they're going to take the game seriously. Well, I think they lost to Northwestern in a bowl game a few years ago. I think Andy probably could remember that because I think we were on Utah in that game and they they lost to Northwestern. Um, I don't remember what bowl game it was, so – Maybe a little bit of revenge from that point of view, but you know the idea that Utah is unbeatable in a bowl. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know Northwestern will be ready for this game. I know that. Um, I, I'm going to guess the spread is Utah minus seven and a half. On this. All right, let's go to the tape. Um, let's yeah, see. I'm going to say Utah minus seven and a half. If that's the case, I might take the Wildcats. You wow, six and a half, and and okay. most of the public is Close. on that. By the way, they, most people like you, Northwestern as well. So makes sense. Okay, makes sense. All right, I, I'm. I'm I don't know. It's sad. I might go with the Big Ten West team, but sometimes you got to. It's kind of a – I have to agree with that, though, because I think Utah was one of the most disappointing teams in the conference this year, really, if you think yeah. about it. Like, normally they're consistent. You know, they're not necessarily the flashiest team or the best team, but they are the most consistent. This is not This is not that year. Um, and you can only blame so much of that on the, on the injury, on the quarterback injuries, because, like, honestly, they just weren't that good. Like, their offense was really tough. It was a tough watch. Um, yep. And their defense regressed a little bit too. Yeah. And that's kind of unusual for them. And, you know, Cam Rising is back next year for like his 50th year in college. So, <laughs> uh, you know, we'll yeah. see how that goes. All right. The Hawaii Bowl. Now, here's the thing all of you, Andy, yourself, and I'm sure Robert and your Virginia probably had some comments on this too, were down on Coastal all year and their Mongo coach. I cannot think you would be taking them in this game, even with points. No chance. San Jose all the way here. Yeah. 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 They finished the year so strong. They should have played in the Mountain West Championship game. That was such bullshit that UNLV got in. They The teams they just played in San Jose beat them on their home field. But by some formula, like, it was crazy. Like, the, the day after the last – or after the games had ended on the end of the, the last day of the season, the regular season, the Mountain West is like, oh, we need the computers to decide the Mountain West Championship matchup. Like, this isn't ready, like, once the game is over. Like, you have to wait overnight to see what the computers say. Like, <laughs> such bullshit. Like, it was complete uh, that's nonsense. Atrocious. Uh, San Jose should have been in that game. Um, they got off to a poor start this year because their schedule was so tough. Mm-hmm. But then in Mountain West play, they really came on strong. Um, you know, you love their quarterback, Cordero. And, um, you know, Grayson McCall is not playing in this game. Just an incredibly long trip. Yeah. For coastal to get to Hawaii. Yeah. All over San Jose in this yeah. bowl. It's tough not to take them here. Like, even if you get it wrong, like you just can't 
feel right taking Coastal Carolina after the season they've had. It's a disaster yeah. of a year. Like, I didn't even know how they made a bowl, to be honest with you. They were terrible. They lost some teams that they really shouldn't have. Um, so anyway. I did think they played a little better than I thought they would have once McCall um, got hurt. Because they did win enough games to get to this position. But right, I, right. I, I just don't think this is a good, a good spot for them. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, let's go over to, um, Dave, you missed the, uh, 68 ventures bowl between South Alabama and Eastern Michigan. What, how could you, how could you miss that one? I mean, I mean, bad job out of me. Like, honestly, <laughs> who could forget about South USA versus East EMU? Oh I mean. my God. E- EMU is the, probably <laughs> the worst team in bowl season, just by like the power ratings. They yeah. are so bad. They're so bad. Like it's, it was pathetic. Like, I think, who was it that? I'm trying to remember what the game was like in the middle of Saturday. It was like really cold. And it was like they had like a total of like 15 points, like what, 20 points in the game. And was it Northern Iowa that was killing them? I don't remember who it was. I can't even remember what the game was. But it's the word that, that comes to mind when I think of Eastern Michigan is hopeless. Like it's a hopeless team. You think, well, they, they're getting 21. No, like it's just. No, see, actually my theory on Eastern Michigan, it's been proven out many times. Mm-hmm. You take them when they're getting big points because they'll cover, but you never under any circumstances take them as a favorite. So that's that's the the kind of dynamic we need with them. So they're probably catching a bunch in this game. You got to be. I, I might take them with the points. I'm I not saying they're going to win. But I don't know. They, they're, they're pesky as a dog. <laughs> well, that, that is true. I mean, certainly in the last like three or four years, they've been pesky. And yeah, even exactly. this year. They, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, they were laughing stock years ago they, they couldn't do anything this coach they got great and he's to get even get eastern michigan to bowl games is, mm-hmm. is you know give the guy a medal but i'm sure they're catching a bunch i take them with the points i, I would not pick them to win this yeah it looks like they're getting 16 and a half okay I think oh I'm my gonna, god i'll take a chance of that i'll take a chance of that yeah you're right Jesus, john yeah you've convinced me like i i think i think that's fair because like the thing of it is like we were just talking about like they don't have the talent and for them to hang around in these games, that's a really good point. Like that's that is true. Like very low scoring games, of course, but but still, it's it's what you got to do when you have a talent when you have that kind of roster. So, uh, speaking of which, the over under is forty seven. Huh. Uh, under, I'd, uh, I think under, well, I but don't I don't know because that U.S. South Alabama does give up like oodles and oodles of points, though. So I'm not sure. That's tough. To I'd, just, I'd feel more confident getting the. 16 and a half. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because remember, the public's going to be in on this too. They'll be like, oh, this team has a better record. Let's just go with them yep. or, or whoever. And so I, I yep. think it's a good call. All right. So that's that. I think that's everybody on on, on uh, Saturday. Yep. Move ahead to Tuesday. Because, uh, wait, what? Oh, look at this trip. Look at this triple header. <laughs> this is my favorite day of all season. Oh, my God. So, Dave, we've reached the point of the team with the 5-7 and seven record. Oh, boy. Is it Minnesota? Minnesota Golden oh, Gophers. Oh, God. Ugh. I mean, when you were watching these games, like Minnesota versus <laughs> Michigan or Minnesota versus whoever, Ohio State, like, did you did you just have that feeling of bowl game, a bowl season? Like, are they going bowl? Honestly, like. This quick lane bowl, go back through it the last four or five years. They get the shittiest matchup every single year because it's like literally the last Big Ten team yeah. to make it gets sent to this game. And it's it's brutal every single year. Yeah. And this year's this year's no different. Um this is the one literally don't watch it, you yeah. know, in my backyard. Uh, th- this is so bad. 
That is um, not. And before you start thinking it, this is a good under opportunity, well, I better tell you that yes. the, and it is to be fair, but it's but it's going to be a small number, and it's and it is indeed thirty eight and a half. So it's like, oh man, I was hoping for like forty one. Yeah, forty would be good. Yeah. But see, like I feel like you can you have to almost take Minnesota too because as bad as they are, mm-hmm. just their line play is probably better than Bowling Green. They can just probably run the ball and then stop the run all game, and they'll win like. 16 to 10 and it's just a disgusting game so minnesota's getting giving points of course we knew that but um four and a half that seems like right about where yeah that seems about right yeah i mean they're offensively challenged but like i said they can probably just run the ball the entire time against bowling green um bowling green was in this game last year they played new mexico state i remember that oh yeah i think i was in vegas that week when they when that when yeah. I was watching that game somewhere, um, I, again, like I'm I'm gonna have to bet this goddamn game. I don't <laughs> want. To, but... We're presenting angles because you know we 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 got to find some juice everywhere, right? So let's right. I mean, come on, like if you're it's the day after Christmas, yeah, it's two o'clock. Like, what else are you gonna do than bet the quick lane bowl? I mean, come on. There you go. Mm-hmm. So and after that exciting quick lane bowl, <laughs> <laughs> it gets better and better. Texas State and Rice. Oh my god. <laughs> John, this is really going to test your knowledge of the sport. I have no idea what did you say about this game. Hey, UConn beat Rice. I watched it. Okay, okay. And um, that's all I really need to know. No, JT Daniels is not playing okay. in this game. Um, he had a concussion, I believe, and you know he's not cleared. You know, best wishes to him for dealing with that. But so he's not playing. Texas State, really impressive offense. Um, this is their first ever bowl game, and they've been a D1 program for a little while now. I want to say about 10 years. So they're going to be motivated to be here. So this game actually could be sneaky good. Uh, give me this game over Bowling Green, Minnesota a million times over. Okay. No, no doubt. Okay. okay. I, so even though the team name, like, it's not like a name brand game, I think this game could have some juice. Um, if I have to pick, this is this is this is a tough pick. I don't know. I, I'd lean Rice slightly. Okay. Uh, what's the line on this? I, gonna, I, I yeah, actually, you know what, I'm going to guess. I'm going to say Rice minus three. I might be wrong on this. Uh, one. no, Texas State minus four and a half. Oh wow, I'm way off. Okay. Wow, I just gave I just gave seven points of value to Rice, so maybe I'm I had I misread on this game. Mm. It's I, but I did I did make the point earlier that sometimes the public does sway these numbers, so sometimes that there's a little bit of um, the casuals in the mix when it comes to these point spreads. So that's one thing. One thing I'm always looking at. But we'll see. Like, as I said, I, 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 I will tr- take your word for it on that one for sure. Because like I, I, I don't, I couldn't, I don't know a thing about either team this year. Um, but I would not say that about the next game, guaranteed rate bowl. Um, this could be an exciting game. I yeah, mean, over. Yeah. Over. Exactly. Exactly. Over. 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 What is it, Dave? I'm gonna guess. 65. Let's go see. The number is 64. Wow, that is on the money. 64 and a half. Absolutely. And I wouldn't even hesitate taking over that game. Like, it's no over. Yeah. 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 Even with, I know um, Kansas just lost their offensive coordinator. I believe he went to Penn State, if I'm not mistaken. Doesn't doesn't matter to me. Like, ele- their offense is, is electric. I'm sure they have a assistant that can call plays for this game, and they still have I'm assuming, you know, um, Jason Bean is going to play. I don't think Jalen Daniels has been, like, in and out of the lineup all year. It doesn't 
doesn't matter. Like whoever is the quarterback for the Kansas offense, it's just it's just so productive. And we saw UNLV's defense down the stretch of the season. Like they're they're horrendous. Yeah. Um, I, so they're gonna score. Kansas's defense isn't very good. UNLV's gonna score. This game isn't over. No, no doubt. Big time, bigly over. Um all you have to do is go back to the Mountain West Championship about a week ago. UNLV gave yeah. thirty one points yeah. in the first half to Boise State. Like that they will absolutely give up some touchdowns in this game. Like it's not even it's it's a very good call. I need to write that down on my sheet too, just to make sure that I don't forget about it. Because like I, I need to put that over, and like I'm gonna kill myself if I don't at least try it. Like, so I'm gonna put that down right now on my sheet. But um, getting back to it, let's uh, go to the next day, and we are gonna move in, move ahead too. Let's see, we are into Wednesday, December 27th, and then we're actually getting into some okay matchups now, maybe. Uh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I mean. I do think that North Carolina West Virginia could be a bank could be a firecracker of a game. Could have been, but Drake May's not playing. Oh, that's now. true. Yeah, just, again, transfer portal. Just declared for the NFL draft. Yeah, opt out situation. So nope. then, I mean, I think I would have taken I would have taken West Virginia regardless. Like that would have been my play. Yeah, yeah, but even more so now. Yeah, for yeah sure, definitely. I mean, definitely. come on, Mac Brown is just you know get yeah. get that shit out of here. Like he he's not going to have <laughs> them ready to play in a bowl game. Nah. I, I know we've we've. Um, you know, Neil Brown's not – I wouldn't say he's a great coach, but he can out, outwit Mac Brown. Is this the Mayo Bowl? This is the Duke's yeah, Mayo Bowl. Yeah, this is Bowl. the Mayo Bowl. Yeah. Oh, man. I almost, I almost want to see Mac Brown get dumped with Mayo. <laughs> oh. Damn it. Like, ah. That'd be fun. But I but I don't think they're going to win. No, nah. you got to stick with Virginia here. I agree. I mean, North Carolina is just so underachieving. West Virginia, should they should win this game, especially with no Drake May. Yeah. For sure. Uh, point spread for the game is. Um, I bet it went off now. I bet West Virginia is favored. Oh, that yeah, yeah, they are. So they're a five point favorite now. Okay. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm actually gonna move this tab. I'm gonna move this tab off camera so that it doesn't get so distracting for everybody. But, um, okay. So that's looking pretty good. And now we're gonna and on uh, holiday bowl. This is. So I we already talk, mentioned that Caleb is not going to play this game. Caleb Williams is out. Um, I imagine there's a bunch of opt outs from USC side. So like I, yeah, I can't see USC getting up for this one. No, I, I, there's no. I can't. This is good. I mean, there's no quite. There's no way they're going to win this game. I just can't. Yeah, I don't. I don't see. I feel like Louisville is going to want to play this game. And for that exact reason, and I like Louisville. Louisville's not nice here. It's they're a fun team and everything, but, um, I. I just I have no almost no motivation to go to the game. Yeah, what's USC's motivation to play in this? Yeah, like, exactly. I, I don't see it. exactly. It's just I can't I can't. It just it's kind it, what's of what's the what's the spread on this? Well, is USC favored? No, 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 absolutely no, no. Once once they announced no? that he was out, Louisville was a clear favorite, and currently FanDuel Sportsbook has them at seven and a half. Louisville Gives, minus seven and a half. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I wouldn't touch yeah. that, but I definitely think Louisville will win the game. Yeah, that that's a little much to lay. I mean, USC still has some athletes. Mm -hmm. That's a lot uh, of opt-outs, though. Look at that. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Ooh. Yeah, I'm definitely taking Louisville to win, but who else is out besides Caleb? Is is basically their entire like playmakers? Brown is out. Um, Jude Wolf. I didn't really hear much from this year, so I don't worry about him. But Colombo's out. The running back. And then 
a handful of defensive players so are also out. So all right. Well, their defense wasn't very good to begin yeah, with. Exactly. So. <laughs> that's not that's a that's a neutral no no that's a no yeah, attack. Neutral does not affect the spread whatsoever. <laughs> but yeah, Caleb Williams for sure. Who, yeah. who's their backup? Their backup quarterback. Oh gosh. Bad job I mean yeah, I'm not on this. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. That's a good question. And Caleb was hurt for like a series, I think, and at one point, but it wasn't yeah. long enough for me. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. All right. Well, we know we know Louisville's the the, the side to choose for the yeah. um straight up, but I had to think about that spread. For yeah, a bit. I feel like the stadium is going to be almost majority Louisville fans now because I agree. Like, I feel like yeah. they'll travel to that. Yeah, without a yeah. doubt. Yeah. Um, and then we round things out with the Texas Bowl between Texas A and M and Oklahoma State. So they fired Jimbo. You mentioned that earlier. Yes. Oklahoma State's a really weird team to Yeah, this analyze. is this is an interesting one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like Gundy's pretty good in bowls, mm-hmm. so I feel like they'll be ready for this game. Like what's AM's kind of do they really want to do they want to show up for their new coach? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. This this I, I'd probably lean Oklahoma State in this, but again, not that confident. Dave, we missed uh Vatek. Tulane oh, we did. Right. Yeah, right, right. Uh, the military bowl. Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, and as you mentioned, Fritz is left for greener pastures. So no, so you have to root for Houston now. Wow. Because he, he went to he went to Houston. However, old, that's a good spot for him. I, I think. I yeah, like the him. old used car salesman Holgerson finally gone. <laughs> get get Fritz in there. I mean, that's an upgrade. Yeah, I mean, big Houston upgrade. could be. Yeah, they could be dangerous now in the Big Twelve. Yeah. And like I said earlier, uh, Tulane did a good job filling it immediately with a guy from Troy. Um, I feel like Vatek is going to want to play in this game because they haven't made a bowl in a while. Um, and this is pretty local to them. Yeah. You know, being in D.C. I need to see if, you know, Tulane was kind of just skating by all year. True. Like they were like barely beating some of these bad teams in the AAC. And it finally just came to a head in the conference championship game. I'd lean Vatek in this one. I will agree with you on that. Um, Vatek's offense isn't much, though. But at the same time, yeah. uh, you're right about Tulane. Like, they've looked pretty. Yeah, they they're definitely not as good as last year's team. Yeah. That yeah. beat USC. Not at all. Now, you know, I need to see, we need to see if Michael Pratt is playing, too, for Tulane, because that yeah. makes a huge difference as well. Oh, let's go find out. Let's go see if Michael Pratt's opting out or anything else. Like, uh, let's go see. Uh, let's see. Scrolling down a little bit. Oh, no, I think I've gone too far. It's back here. Uh, I don't see anything with Pratt, so Pratt might play. Okay, so he's in then. Yeah. All oh, right. That'll the, be a good game then. But ha- I, well, I would Haggard, still Haggard is transfer portal, though. So the, the quarterback, or at least one of the quarterbacks, is going to transfer portal. So I don't know if that has as much of Who an impact. Is? Carson Haggard is going to be in the transfer portal for Tulane. Is that for, um, yeah, I don't know who that is. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> as long as Michael Pratt's not on there. No, Pratt's it, not on the list. You're good. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, Vatek is favored by seven and a half. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I, would you do that's, that? That's, oh, that's a big number yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's your square play of the day. Like just parlay. Oh my God. Three team money line parlay. I can see it from here. Vatek, West Virginia, Louisville. Like, there's your square that for the, the 27th. 
one one of those teams will go down in flames. I'm just worried just about Va- I feel like it'd be Vodtech of the three. Of the yeah, three. Um, I can see that. I can see it. I mean, I, I agree with you that I think they should be getting the lean. Um, so I'm with you in that. Um, but certainly once you clear that hurdle, if you do clear that hurdle, it's like easy sailing the rest of the way, it seems to yeah. me. So Although um, I really do want to see Mac Brown hit the mayo. <laughs> uh, the only reason I kind of want to pick North Carolina, based on zero <laughs> reasoning at all, except for him getting dumped with mayo. I mean, look, I mean, West Virginia had a really bananas game against, uh, was that against Houston? Like the one where they like scored at the end of the game, basically. Yes. Yep. yep. And I got big time hard, bad beat it on that game. Like, and Tommy yeah, did that too. Yeah, was a rough one. Ugh. Were you on that too? Like, what were you? Which side were you on? Or we? Were I, on... I feel like I didn't have a bet on that game. Okay. Yeah, because I, I would have, I would have clearly like been going berserk about it. But yeah, I don't think I think I was just kind of torn on that. So yeah, I, I don't mm-hmm. think I had a bet. Okay. Well, that's a pretty. You know, there's there's definitely some juice here with this with this with this slate. Definitely for the purpose of parlays, like there's definitely some some action here you can yeah, have here. There's some juice on this day. Yeah. So now we move to Thursday. Now we're getting to the good stuff. We're getting to the good stuff. So we have... Um... So you would have thought, and then you see the first two games <laughs> on the schedule. Uh, maybe we have another day before the good stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. The, 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 the afternoon slate is trash. The evening slate is, is pretty good. Yeah. 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 So so we'll start with the Fenway Bowl and the Pinstripe oh, Bowl. Jesus. I will take Rutgers, though. Rutgers and the Fenway Bowl are just there's a, it's a thing it's a thing. I oh think. no wait no Rutgers is in the uh it's the pinstripe. Bowl. Or did I say I said um, I meant to say pinstripe bowl. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, pinstripe yeah. bowl. That's okay. Um, because Rutgers has played the pinstripe bowl seemingly every year for the last like ten yeah. years. Like and um, I agree with you. I don't think Miami is going to want to play in this game. And plus, going to the cold in New York, mm-hmm. I we need this to be like a thirty degree day. Yeah. Even and then it'll, even more so we'll. we'll lock up records because their defense is really good mm-hmm. they're gonna have the crowd advantage they're gonna want to be there to play for this game i'm, I'm with you G- give me scarlet knights let's go um smu gotta think smu <laughs> oh, right yeah okay. what's your reward for winning the aac instead of getting to the to the new year six and getting to play against oregon you gotta go to boston and play <laughs> boston college in the fenway bowl future conference foes yeah in fact wow. next year they should just destroy Boston College. If they want to be there and play, it's not going to be a contest. But again, is SMU going to feel snubbed? Are they going to want to play this game? That's the question. I don't know. Yeah. There's definitely no business for SMU to lose this game. But as you said, motivation is a big part of it. And it's at 11 o'clock Eastern kickoff, too. Like, that's... Jesus. 11 a.m. on Thursday on Thursday the 28th. Mm. Yeah, that, that's a tough spot. That's tricky. That's a tricky. I mean, SMU's kind of been mostly an over team this year. Is that your impression too? I, I'm trying to remember. Um, I don't really know. Yes, but it's really because their offense puts it over by themselves. Their defense is really good. Yeah. Okay, okay. So then I would then lean the under in this game. But I need, yes. to, see, I need to see what that number is, though. Let me see. So we were looking at... If it's like in the high 50s, I'm going to say under. Let's go see. Looking at it, fifty-one and a half. Yeah, that's not quite high fifties, but yeah, I, would... I wanted a little higher than that. I wanted like fifty-six, but yeah, I still would lean under. I think so. I think so. I think so. We'll see. The number could go up too. Like we'll see. You know, it's got another week or so, another couple of weeks before we get there. So now the Pop Tarts Bowl. 
And Pop Tarts album. Bowl. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, yeah, let's get your rundown of the, the both of those bowls: Alma Bowl, Pop Tarts Bowl. I, I don't know what to make of the Pop Tarts Bowl. Um, Kansas State is probably the better team, but I feel like NC State is just kind of they'll just again like kind of one of those cockroach teams that just kind of hangs around and just you know they have a good defense and you know their offense isn't anything to write home about for sure. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, they don't take like these bowl games for granted. Like they show up to these games, same with Kansas State. So this actually is going to be probably a really good game. Um, I need to see the opt outs. I don't feel like there will be many opt outs in this one because both teams, like, they're just kind of like on the next level in their respective conferences. So like, not a lot of guys are going to be leaving or transferring. That's kind of my feeling. Oh my um, gosh! Well, <laughs> oh well, maybe I was wrong about that. Look at that list. Ooh. Now I don't know how good all these players are. To be yeah, uh, we, all right. Well, that this def, this game will take some more research. Yeah, looks like for, it. Um, is uh, will is Will Howard on that list for Kansas State? Uh, and is Brennan Armstrong on that list for oh, man. NC State? Those are the respective. Yeah, I remember Howard, and yeah, he is on the, uh, that list. Transfer report. Wow. Yikes. Okay. Ooh. Well, I need to reevaluate my opinion about this game. The thing is, it's not one of the first ones. So wait, did, right, you, say, wait, did you say his name was yeah. MJ Morris? Was that is that the name of the guy for NC State? He's one of them. But then Brennan Armstrong is. He's, oh, okay, okay. So Armstrong. I feel like, like Armstrong is probably going to play. play. Morris, play. he was like kind of in and out. Okay. <clears throat> so Armstrong is probably the quarterback. Yeah. My lean now would be under seeing this. That's a good call because, like, NC State's not really – NC State's offense. Yeah, their general. offense isn't good to begin with, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I um, like – it's a good number. Yeah, definitely need some more research needed on this game. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, then the Alamo, I mean, Arizona all the way. I don't think there's any doubt in this Yeah, one. Gabriel's out, right? Gabriel's not going to play. Yeah, Gabriel, Gabriel yeah. is uh, – he's going to be going to Oregon. Yeah. So, um, Oklahoma was really never a great bowl team recently anyway. Mm-hmm. And then Arizona has just all the momentum in the world from the season that they just had. They're going to want to finish that off strong. I don't feel like any of their players – I could be wrong. You could pull up the, the sheet there, and there could be a shitload of Arizona players. But I feel like they're going to want to be here to play this game and finish off their strong season. I mean, that guy, Noel Fafita, what a what a great season uh, he had. Yeah. Yeah, two names on the two list. Two names. For Arizona's good. Arizona. Yeah. Oh. Arizona. E- easy play. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this – and again, I need to go back to my sheet to confirm that I am on this side because I, I, I should be because this, yeah, there's no question. Like the the motive, the 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 momentum is clearly on the, the on the on the Wildcats' favor. The thing about it is, John, like Arizona had a very good year. Like they gave everybody a tough game. Like we already talked about. This. I was just think about it. If they had, yeah. if, if if divisions, the divisions in the Pac-12 still existed they would have won the South division mm-hmm. and they would have gone to the, the championship game. So it hurt them that they got rid of that format for this year. Yeah. Um, and just think if they hadn't blown that USC game, they might've yeah. been in the championship. So yeah, nothing but an arrow pointing up for Arizona. Yeah. All the way here. Yeah, that's true. Very true. They gave Washington a really tough time. I think so, who's the team that they were like hanging around against at home. Maybe that was Washington. Maybe that was Washington. No, I think it was Washington. Yeah. yeah, I think their only two losses were in, in the conference were that USC game and then Washington. Yeah. So the two games that they lost were really tough. They gave they gave yeah. them everything. Like, it, yep. 
wild stuff. So yeah, I love the call. Let's go to Friday. Hopefully I didn't miss anything. I don't think I did. Um, no, I don't think you did. Okay, so Friday we've got the Gator Bowl, the, t the Sun Bowl, Liberty Bowl, and the Cotton Bowl Classic. Um, so I'll give it to you first to run down these games. I mean, interesting matchups here. And uh, I'll tell you my leans because I got... Can you put I, the schedule up again? Oh, sorry. I thought, I thought it was up already. Um, okay, here we go. No, no worries. Here we go. Um, well, first off, the Sun Bowl might end 3 nothing because there's no <laughs> one playing for both sides. <laughs> Do you remember the Sun Bowl between Pitt and Oregon State? I, I forget what year it was. It was moons ago. Dave Wanstead was coaching the Pitt Panthers. Mm -hmm. It ended three nothing. Wow. This game might end three nothing. Like just like the Vikings Raiders the other day. Oh um, gosh. There's there's no one left for Oregon State mm -hmm. because you know Jonathan Smith left for uh, Michigan State. You know uh, DJU transferred like. If you pull up that that other list of the opt outs, like Oregon State is is just gonna be massive. <laughs> it's gonna be like be scrolling through like several pages. Yeah, you're gonna be scrolling through. Well, it's not that many pages, but but that's still a lot of guys out. Well, it's important players. Like I can yeah. see from here, DJ, the running back Martinez, right? Right. Um, Notre Dame's got a bunch too. <laughs> Hartman is is uh, is Hartman? Did Hartman opt out? Yeah, I think he's not. He's not playing. I think he opted out. Yeah this 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 chart might not be up to date. I don't believe. I, I know he he can't. He's not a transfer. He just transferred in for his grad year. But I don't think he's playing. Like, I, I feel like Notre Dame fans are going to be there. So I think it'll be like a, a, the atmosphere will be good. I just don't know. I think just because Marcus Freeman is still there, I think they'll put enough a good enough game plan in a team like with what they have versus the skeleton crew at Oregon <clears> State. <throat> that that's kind of my my pick for this one. So I would say the Irish. It feels, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't hate that. It's a real coin flip. It's a real coin flip here. Like this is, um, and not because of the rankings. The rankings have nothing to do with it. I like, just, like you said, yeah, they throw the rankings out the window. Yeah, yeah at this yeah. point, it's just who's. But that, that'd be my, my, my kind of initial handicap. Is that Freeman's still there? Last year they were missing players and they won their bowl games. So yeah, um, that that'd be my lean. Um, the earlier game is what the Gator Bowl, Clemson and Kentucky. I don't freaking know. <laughs> I, would... I know that that's that's great analysis. But... <laughs> no, it's completely fair. Like I have no feel. I I think I, you... I have no feel for this game. None. I would take the under in the game, but again, like yes. nobody knows. Agreed. But I take it. Like it, you figure, both teams have been really grinding. I mean, I feel like Kentucky is going to want to be there to play mm -hmm. because they're again, they're kind of like NC State in that they're never going to reach that top level. So games like this are important to them. Yeah. Clemson, uh, I yeah. don't know. They did have a little resurgence towards the end of the year. So I could see them kind of wanting to play this game, but I I'm with you. I think under is the bet. I think both offenses are going to struggle yeah. in this game. I don't know about the side. I um, would take Kentucky. Well, Kentucky's getting five and a half. I would, I would, I would catch that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd take, yeah, yeah. I'd take Kentucky for um, sure. So Oregon State Notre Dame, the over under is forty two and a half or forty three, depending on where you look. I'd probably say under on that too. Same. I, okay. I think it's going to be yeah, unless there's so many people or opt outs or you know guys not playing that both defenses are like ravaged. I mean, in that case, 
I guess you might get a high scoring game, but who's playing like quarterback for either team? Like, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I, that's a tough one. But yeah. again, like my lean, just based on the certain the facts, would be um, Notre Dame. Um, so the other two games there, Liberty Bowl, right? Is that Memphis and mm-hmm. Iowa State? Mm-hmm. So that's at, that's in in Memphis. That's that's like a home game, yeah, for Memphis. See that, that they kind of get screwed again. Like there's no real bowl trip for them, but at the same time they get to play a Big Twelve team. I mean Iowa State they had a pretty good year considering like all those the gambling stuff that happened at the end of the year. Like we thought they were going to be like a dead team walking, and they played pretty well in the in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. I do know that they'll, they'll be. I think both teams are going to be motivated to play this, in this game, so this should be a good game. What's the spread on this? I'd be interested to know. I, I, I want to say Iowa State by like a touchdown. Uh, we have Iowa State by about a touchdown, eight and a half. Eight and a half. There we go. Yeah. That feels like a little too many. Yeah. Especially for a, a Memphis home game, essentially. I I, I mean, think I know so. the, the AAC wasn't great this year, mm-hmm. so they kind of padded their their wins with some bad teams, but I feel like Memphis is competent enough to kind of stay within that number. Especially at home, I sometimes when I don't know what to do with a matchup, I tend to go with like who has better, who has like more NFL quality players. You can't really do that with this no, game. <laughs> that's a good way to do it. That probably would be uh, Iowa State. Probably Iowa State, right? But but yeah, but, but you're right. Like I don't know if about eight and a half. Like I would take. I yeah. probably take. I, I don't. I don't trust their Matt Campbell either. Yeah. In a big in a big game, mm-hmm. I don't trust him. Yeah. Yeah, this is a tough one. I would lean Memphis with points. Maybe. Well, see, the thing is, like, most of the time in these in these bowl games, if you're going to take the dog with the points, they're just going to win outright anyway. So you shouldn't, like, try to hedge the scenario where <clears throat> you're taking the dog with the points, but you're taking the favorite in your bowl conference pool. I guess the only time you're probably going to do that is when it's, like, you know, a two-touchdown or, like, 16-17 point favorite. All the other times, you should, your 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 straight up picks should match like your spread pick. Um, and it's funny but, how many times that plays out too, right? Like, yeah, yeah. it's more often than not. That's yeah. that's just what that's what happens. Yeah. And then the last game here, I mean, it's got it. To, you know, Cotton Bowl, right? Missouri, Ohio State. It is, um, you know, I think it's all Missouri. Yeah, I mean. Kyle McCord's gone. A lot of other players are are opting out for Ohio State. Missouri's going to want to be here for this game. Like a new, new Year's Six game with the chance to beat Ohio State. Like, yeah, that Missouri is going to want to want to play. Um, I'm all over the Tigers for this one. This is similar to like the Arizona Oklahoma matchup, and where you kind of had a team that had a great season and was kind of like ascending against a team didn't quite meet expectations and you have players leaving. So yeah, give me Missouri. Mizzou, Mizzou. Uh, yeah, I'm with it. Um, Scott Satterfield really brought his team, brought his team to the Rose's team to the occasion. Like collectively they rose to the occasion. Like they had a very nice year. Like I, 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 I've seen some of those games. They, I could go back to the game where like the fat kicker kicked like a 60 yard field goal to win at the buzzer. <laughs> that was great. Great game. Yeah, Kansas State game. I yeah. was in Vegas for that. That was <laughs> crazy. Fun. Nice. Yeah, it was a fun day. Um, so I, I mean, even if for no other reason, just 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 because I want to root for them, absolutely. 
I would definitely of the two. Scott Satterfield over Ryan Day. I mean, if you're talking about their strategy, I'm taking Satterfield every single time in that matchup. Like, there's no. I think question. you're confusing um, Satterfield with. Uh, no, no, Missouri's Eli Drinkwitz. Eli Drinkwitz. Eli, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eli Drinkwitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. You're right. Um, no, it's it's all good. I know what you meant. <laughs> where's Satterfield now? Like, I totally love Natty. Oh, thanks, thanks. Okay, that's why I'm, I'm on the list. Crashing so. and burning after his first year at Cincinnati. Okay. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Drinkwitz had just yeah, the a, point stands. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. He, so anyway, Drinkwitz is just big time props for getting his team because I, I know there was he'd been there a while, and this is really the first time I really seen them make the New Year Six. So yeah, yeah, they've been like six and six the last three or four years he's been there, and they just really took that step up this year. So yeah, who props to him? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so that rounds it out, and that's you know the combo can sometimes be a sheering game. I do think this could be a good game, but either way, I think we both lean Missouri. And that yep. brings us to Saturday. We're starting to get into some more New Year's Six action. We've got the Peach Bowl. Honestly, not moving my needle here. Like I'm not really that enthused about it. Music City Bowl. <laughs> Sorry to say, same scenario. Um, and then the Arizona Bowl. <laughs> so let me go back. To, oh, wait, we should, I'm sorry. I should show this first. Um, so the Orange Bowl is really the only game I feel like I feel genuinely interested in. The rest of them, I, I don't know. Like. <laughs> I love how they're playing the Barstool Bowl the same time as the the Orange Bowl. <laughs> on the CW. Right, on the CW, too. I wonder what... <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Oh, but man. let's start with that one. Okay. Wyoming is like a hammer play here because Craig Bowles retiring. This is his last game. as His last ride as a cowboy, as he called it. And uh, Toledo... Um, Daquan Finn is transferred out from Toledo, so he's not playing. Love Wyoming. You, you got you got to play them in this spot. So um, that'll definitely be higher on the on the picks. So take take Wyoming. We definitely we mentioned the whole Georgia Florida State situation. I don't know. I think you have to pick Georgia, but at the same time, like after playing for two national championships. Do they really want to play in this game against Florida State? Maybe just to kind of show that Florida State shouldn't have been there. I, I don't know. And obviously Florida State has the motivation. But at the same time, they could say, well, who gives a shit? Like this game means nothing, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, rather than go out and, you know, if they really tr tried and they won, like maybe they could get people to vote for them, number one, like in the AP. But th this game is just – I, I did see the line was like 14 um they, they, i don't know that, that this is i have to think about that one um i agree with you penn state old miss does nothing for me like okay like it's it's just kind of there <laughs> um franklin's been good in bowls but their offense hasn't been very good at all yeah i guess i would lean old miss but i don't ugh, i don't know I feel like Penn State's defense could stop their offense. So that's a complete toss-up. And then, um, yeah, <laughs> Auburn, Maryland. Oof, that's a this is a rough one. Yeah. Um, I had no idea. This might be like number one on my bowl confidence sheet. Who, who knows? <laughs> 
I don't blame you. This is, I, I, I mean, honestly, I have no feel. Um, I mean, when we've seen what Auburn is capable of because no, they almost beat Bama. Like Bama needed that miracle to beat them, but then we saw them lose by three touchdowns to New Mexico State. So I don't know. And then Maryland plays, you know, they beat on the weak teams in the Big Ten, and they they can't beat the top teams. I, who knows? I I do think both teams are going to want to be at this game, so it should be a competitive game. I just have no idea. What's the, I'm interested. What's the spread on that one? Auburn. Oh, Auburn. Um, so we have Auburn. I'm going to guess Auburn minus like two. Yes, Auburn minus two and a half. There we go. There go. Yeah, so slight favorite. I don't know. Don't yeah. know. It makes, you know, I mean, it's it's very, very well set. Like, you would think that, well, yeah, because they have reputation of Auburn. They just beat Bama, so they, they'll definitely be favored. But it's very appropriately set. Like, you definitely don't want them favored more than by more than two. Because it's like, are they really? Because mm. remember, the thing, Auburn's a different team when they're outside of home. So, like, that's the other thing. It's like, you know, yes, very true. Very true. True. Yeah, they just they can't they can't complete a forward pass. I need to look into Maryland's defense. Yeah. So if Maryland can like kind of stop the run, I might go with Maryland just because they do still have uh, Talia Tagovailoa. So assuming he's playing again, you need to check back the information because there could be more opt outs and stuff even that we don't know about yet. Right. For some of these right. games. And on that note, I think we should really check the opt out situation for the LSU game. So the real Quest Bowl. Oh um, yes, this could be a good my game. My favorite bowl of the year is is this, is this day. I mean, how can you not? Oh yeah, be excited to watch Iowa again for one last time. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa Tennessee. <laughs> what are you doing, Iowa team total? <laughs> you have to bet the under for a game. No yeah, matter you have what. to. There's no doubt. Like. I was hoping they would play LSU because that would be the one team that you could say, all right, maybe I'll take like an over 40. Maybe. But any other team? No. Under. I, yeah. I think I saw the under for this is what, like 38 for Iowa, Tennessee? Oh, it's gone. Around there. It's gone down. It's 36 and a half. Oh. Still under. No that, problem. I mean, come on. They yeah. hit an under 26 and a half. Like yes. 36 and a half is child play for these guys. Come on. <laughs> That's true. It's true. I like no, it. No chance. And on so, the flip yes. side, you have Liberty and Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl. Like if you pick, yes. if you don't pick an over in that game, I mean. Oh yeah. Over. What? What's the total? Is it like 70? 65. Oh yeah. Over. If Oregon wants to play and wants to try in this game, they should score 55. No problem. Yeah. And Liberty is good enough. They can get 20. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And Oregon will, they they should win that that easy. If, if again, if they want to, to show up and, and play the game, they should be motivated to, to win and, you know, in cover if, if they want to, want to be there. I think I saw Bo Nix is playing. So, looks like they, they, they want to play. Dan Lanning seems like the kind of guy to me, like he's like really no nonsense. Like he's not going to, you know, let guys just, you know, kind of opt out or, or like not try, you know? Mm-hmm. So definitely Oregon. I still have to take Tennessee. Even, you know, it, it's going to end probably, you know, 20 to three, but you got to take Tennessee. Um, and then Wisconsin, LSU. 
I mean, is Jaden Daniels playing? Yeah, that's it. That's that was I was alluding to that. Like, is it that's going to decide who wins this game to me? Like, is he playing in this game? Like, if he is, then I think LSU yeah. is going to win. If he's not, I don't yeah, think Wisconsin they're going to win. was not good this year. Yeah. How did they make it to a January 1st bowl? That's how shitty the Big Ten was. That's a really good question. Like, <laughs> I didn't certainly didn't get that impression of them winning any kind of division, but I guess that's how bad the division is. Um, I mean, that's just how they scheduled the bowl. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a rough one. So, yep. The only t- I know the only two we haven't talked about yet the playoff college football playoff. Let's go into it. Let's get into it. Okay, so the playoff game number one, the final regular Rose Bowl before everything changes around and Pac-12 isn't the Pac-12 anymore. Um, and there's no Pac-12 team in it, but I just thought I'd make that point. Um, Michigan versus Alabama. People were pushing for Wa- Michigan-Washington to be the game, and I'm like, yeah, yeah that's cute and everything, but it's not the right matchup because like Washington, right. you know. Yep. Washington. Agreed. Yeah, they, they needed to, to, to seed it this way. They couldn't reseed just because they wanted a nostalgic Rose Bowl. Like, it wouldn't have been fair. Yeah, totally, totally. Speaking of unfair, Bama in the game, they don't. They shouldn't be in there. <laughs> This is tough, though, because uh, we were just talking about how bad Michigan's offense is. Yeah, Bama can win easily. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, not impressed by either I mean, Michigan, offense. Michigan is certainly disappointed in this spot the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we mentioned, the Big Ten is so bad. Like, there was literally two good, three good teams in the Big Ten. Yeah. If you want to consider Penn State a good team. I mean, their defense is really good. Like, I wouldn't consider their offense good. And so Michigan really hasn't played anybody all year. Um, it's it's just Bama is very like they're not the same Bama as old, but like they could easily win this game. Like Michigan has no explosiveness to their offense. Their defense is still really good, and they're just going to kind of churn out the ground game and short passes. Like McCarthy is pretty efficient. Yep. Um, I don't want to root for Alabama. That's the thing. Like now, see, like now, like my bias is just like clouding my my judgment. <laughs> I get I, it. I don't, you know, like I don't want them to be vindicated that they made it. Yeah, but like I feel like they easily could beat Michigan. The hardest thing for me to do with that game is pick a pick a straight up winner. Like, right. I don't. I also don't want to root for Michigan because they've, like you said, they've they've let us down a lot. And yeah, last... they ship the bed in, in this position. Many times. Last year was the worst example of that because like they had they cool. just there's just nothing on there nothing in that matchup that said they're gonna lose to TCU. I think it was TCU. Yeah. Yep. That was a choke. I mean, do we say choke? Is that is that strong? Yeah, it was. It, was it a definitely choke. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, just very, really, really horrific play by the quarterback in that game. Wasn't that McCarthy too? Was that the same year? Was that the same guy? Uh, yeah, he was still playing. Yeah. yeah. Pick sixes. I mean, uh, they just it was a complete meltdown. Yeah. So it is what it is. I mean, you're going to have to put, and one thing I would say is that you're probably going to have to put big confidence points in this game. Cause by the time we get there, you're going to have people with like oodles of confidence points. Anyway, you don't have, I mean, my feeling on it is like, I always save a big one for the national championship game, just because at that point, like it's either win or go home. So yeah. I save a big one for that one, but you don't have to put a big one on the, on the playoff games. I mean, if you feel really strongly about games earlier in the, the bowl schedule, go go with those ahead of the ahead of these, and let other people like hang themselves on like a pick 'em game. Like, yeah, you know, that's yeah. kind of my my feeling on it. Yeah, I agree. I uh, mean, I know what this, I know the point spread is going to be pretty large for 
I think it's Michigan. I'm gonna assume it's like a nine point spread, but oh no, gosh no! I think I saw it was like Michigan minus two. Oh my two. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah, I was just judging by what I thought the public was gonna do, but that sounds right. Yeah, let me check that. Confirm that for everybody. Um, where is that sheet? Um, oh here it is. Uh, yes, they are going to go take a look at this right now. Um, yeah, I even see pick them in one site. Wow. So, okay. So it went down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. True toss up. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if we're, if we're going to go on record, I'll just say Michigan just because I don't want to root for Alabama. So, but yeah not confident at all in that pick yeah i don't think anyone would be what either side whatever side they take they're not gonna feel yeah confident. exactly yeah i would say under two for this game uh, yeah under is, under feels right under feels right i mean bama's been an under team all year and michigan also has been under team yeah. all year so it's like, yep. that just makes yeah, sense. michigan's defense has allowed barely anything all yeah. year over under is 45 yeah i like that I, I would go with it yeah i go with it like 23 to 20 yep somebody yeah, I'm with I'm with that. I mean, sometimes bowl games will bring out offense, but nah, nah I don't. The way these guys are constructed, yeah, I, I don't see. Yeah, I don't see the explosive plays happening here. It's gonna be like a grind it out kind of game. Yeah, same. I I feel the same. So we go to the Sugar Bowl. This is probably normally the Sugar Bowl is just kind of the the bowl that's like, eh, yeah, we gotta deal with the Sugar Bowl. Right. This year, this year's different. This is a great matchup. Yeah, this, is, this is electric. Yeah, these two teams played in the um, Alamo Bowl last year, and Washington won. So, you're going by that. I mean, I kind of like Washington again. Like, what hasn't this team proved all year? Like, they've been underdogs numerous times. Penix and that group of receivers is just terrific. And that's the one weakness in the Texas defense. Like, Texas can really stop the run, but they're shaky against the pass. Well, guess what? Washington's one of the best passing offenses in the country. Um yeah, I know Texas is, is really talented themselves, but I just I just think the Pac-12 was the best conference in the country, top to bottom, and to come through that gauntlet, um, I, I like Washington here. So I, I know they're getting like what four points, four and a half points. I I think they're going to again. I think it's going to be the same result as the Alamo Bowl last year. I think it'll be obviously it'll be a close game, but I think Washington has the matchup. Uh, I'll take them here to, to win the game. I've I'm, I've got to double check and see who was favored. Did you catch who was favored in that game? I want to say Texas was like I think Texas I saw was like minus four and a half when okay. I first saw it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that. that I corroborate that. Just saw it here on, on action. Okay. Yeah. I completely. I'm on your side too. I take Washington. It's they have been battle tested. Um, yep. I think what you saw. Because they look, we, they look pretty feeble at certain points of the season. But what you saw was what they looked like right. when they got guys out. Yep. Everybody's a full strength this this time around. That team is really. Yeah, they hard. had some head scratching games. I mean, they almost yeah. what, lost to Stanford. They had another game that was. Um, we mentioned the Arizona game that ended up being a pretty, you know, that was a great win uh, by the end of it. Um, but yeah, just I think De- DeBauer is just a fantastic coach. And you saw it in the Pac-12 title game, like they were just they schemed it up perfectly to start the game, and it just, you know, they were in control almost the whole time. So, um, yeah, give me him over Sark, Penix over Quinn Ewers, and um, yeah, uh, give me the, give me the Huskies here. 
yeah, that's that's gonna be a fun game. I do hope they win. I think that'd be great. Last stand for well, technically Texas too, because they're gonna leave the Big Twelve. But um, yeah, that's gonna be great. So I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, feels like the sharp play too, even though yeah, I mean it should because they're the underdog, but but it does feel very sharp, and that's that's a good thing for for all of us. So um, that's it for the that's it for the bowl preview. We will as far as we picked our winners of that round. Like, who do you think is going to win the national title from that point? I mean, I said Michigan and Washington, right? So I'll just I'll just stick with with Washington. That'd be remarkable. I emotionally I can't bring myself there, but I think I have to pick it because I do think that that's the team. If I think they can beat Texas, I definitely think they can beat Bama. Oh yeah, right. It would be fitting for the Pac-12 to end on a national. <laughs> Well, listen, it was called the Conference of Championships for a lot of years, That's right? That's right, exactly. Why not end them? So, now? hey, if Washington wins the, the the CFP, then, like, put some money down on Arizona to win the oh. men's basketball tournament. The Pac-12 can end with both, both championships and just right off into the sunset. That would be amazing. Wouldn't I, it? I want that. Yeah, that would be, be so good. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's great, John. Thank you so much for breaking this all down tonight. Like that was really yeah, it was fun. I didn't think we were gonna get through every game, but yeah, that was good. We got, you know, hit, we did a little quick hit on every single um, bowl game from the from the best to the worst. So yeah, um, I, mean, I honestly can't wait to for the, the season to start. Even though like some of these are really messed up with all these like play, uh, you know players transferring and opting out and the coaching changes, nothing beats bowl, bowl season. Like. Slap slap the Pop Tarts bowl on the TV and <laughs> I am I am there. I'm, even I'm, that that quick even that quick lane bowl, like I said, <laughs> day after Christmas, what else are you gonna do besides sit there and gamble on the quick lane bowl? Like not I mean, come on. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. I know everybody keeps bagging on it like, oh my god, you know, these games don't mean anything. And it's just like fine, but it's content. Like it's we know it's yeah, content. Exactly. It's good right. We know what it is. We accept it for what it is, and we have we have a lot of fun with it. I mean, oh yes. The interesting thing will be next year, what happens to some of these bowls with the twelve team playoff? Mm-hmm. Because obviously that's going to be uh, six less. I know they're doing the quarterfinals in the bowls, but the first round is on campus sites, obviously. Yeah. So you're going to have like four less bowl games. So. We'll see what happens with the, with the schedule. Next I think year. it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. I think it's, I think that works out fine. Like, yeah, I think yeah, I think it's fine. Like, you'll get your lower teams still in, into bowl games. Yeah, you know. And I wonder if you know we'll have know, like all the playoff games will be like part of quote bowl mania. So we'll see how that goes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun time next year. It's just that I I really wish this could have they could have done this with the Pac-12 still intact. That's just what bothers me about it. It's yeah. like. But hey, like we said, they can go out with a bang this yeah, year. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, do you want to hang out and talk a little bit about basketball and other stuff, or do you? Was it? Is it about time for you? Yeah, let's let's put uh, that stuff on hold for another episode. We could do like NFL and like okay. other basketball and stuff, and maybe like recap some of the bowl games as well. So yeah, yeah. I would say let's call it an evening we, we did a lot of we did, did a lot of content with these bowl games absolutely john thank you it's been it's been a blast i do i uh, wish want to wish you best of luck in in this in the forthcoming pool and i don't know if you made the playoffs in your in your nfl pool but if you did i did not unfortunately okay. i had um i had a lot of points but unfortunately the matchups did not go my way some weeks um 
you, I picked the wrong lock a couple of weeks and the other person had the right one. And that's just how it goes. But, oh, I got hey, it was a, I was happy with my own picks. So that's really all you can do. And the rest yeah. is up to chance. And that's why I'm glad you keep track of the points. Cause it just gives you a, yeah. are you still picking the games? Well, well, yeah, definitely. Like I think a lot of us yeah, were exactly. I think I still have more points than entire divisions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was joking to my buddy like, yeah, I think I know how to, have to rig the divisions next year, even though it's completely random, but I was just joking. Like I know who I want in mind. Going forward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a fun time. Well, yeah. um, yeah, thanks. So, yeah, let's try to do one more next week. I mean, we could stick with Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever day you want to do. Yeah, it. whatever. Hopefully, we can get Andy in the mix. I, I'd mm-hmm. like like to hear his his uh, rants on the Bulls and various things. So yeah, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have to coordinate something. Well, he's gonna be he's gonna be on fire with the the live stuff. My gosh, like oh my goodness, yeah, that's a whole that's a whole another episode. Oh my gosh, I know. Yeah. Like, called it less than right. What is the PGA Tour doing? I know. Like, get your head out of your ass. Like you're losing players left and right. Like John Rahm, like oh. Brutal. That was yeah, rough. I can't yeah. wait until it's you know, yeah, like uh, that's rough. Know, like again, Aaron Cole and like Chris Kirk battling every Sunday for tournaments on the PGA Tour. It's gonna be brutal. Yeah, I I mean, again, we'll 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 cover that. We'll cover that yeah. on next week. But it's yep. it's a whole story. Like, like you said, it deserves its whole podcast. Like really, we we would have like three hours of content. Like <laughs> yes, so much to talk about. Uh, but man, John, thank you again. Have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy the, the, the massive Saturday and the rest of the football weekend as well. Yeah, you too, Dave. Thanks for having me on. Gotcha. You. Take bye, John. Thanks. That's John in Connecticut. Good, good times. Good stuff. It was a fun time. Like uh, always, good to chat with our our good friend John. John really brought it. Like again, like really good analysis. And you know, sometimes it's important to chat with like your buddies about these things because. Sometimes you learn thing angles with a game that you didn't see, you didn't really see beforehand. And John definitely presented a few of those um, tonight. So thank you for tuning in, everybody. If you missed any part of it, we're gonna have the replay right here on YouTube. Uh, if you're watching the stream live, if you um, are tuning in via the podcast, you can also watch a video replay of this podcast over on our Sandwich Show YouTube page. Just look for Davey's eating a sandwich on on YouTube, and locate the Sandwich Corner series. It's a separate playlist that logs all of our our um, our audio podcast shows, which is which which this is. Um, over on Twitch, Davey's eating sandwich on Twitch. We will be back on Friday for sure. There's it's a possibility that well, you won't by the time you hear this, you're not gonna you're gonna catch this, but you might I might jump in for some golf with your friends impromptu um, late Wednesday night if you're watching this live. But um, if you're listening to it the next day. Our next show on the on Twitch will be the um, car- um the Christmas karaoke show, Friday night. So don't miss that. And then a lot of great interviews coming up in the next couple weeks too. So that's all for here. Thank you so much for hanging out. Do enjoy the rest of your evening, and enjoy the rest of your week. And we'll see you next time.